Can you be quiet, please? Thank you. Welcome to Pirate Radio Live. How's everybody doing? East Carolina girls are the best in the world. Booty, 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 booty Clip. Hey, man, good to see you, brother. You got to give me a sack, Chandler. Uh, give me a sack. Sack! Yes. <laughs> How about those freaking pirates? It's a me, Amanda Garcia. <laughs> Puedes pintar este violeta. Y'all are intimidating guys, you know what I'm saying? Y'all are famous, y'all are celebrity-type guys, and that's intimidating. Now live from the Pirate Radio Studios in the heart of the Pirate Nation, here is your host, Clip Brock. Welcome in to Pirate Radio Live here on a Wednesday. Clip Brock here with you inside the Pirate Radio Studios. Coming to you on Pirate Radio 92.7 FM in Greenville, 104.1 in Washington, you can find us on 1250, 930, online, PR927FM.com. And we'd love for you to be a part of the show and be a part of the chat gang on YouTube and Facebook Live. You can join us there. Make sure you are a subscriber to Pirate Radio TV on YouTube. And also give us a like. Hit that thumb on this Wednesday hump day. A lot of people say a lot of people like Tuesday as far as the best regular lineup of the week. Tyler on YouTube says hump day, the best lineup of the week. Shout out to our Wednesday hump day, best lineup fans out there. And we do have a solid lineup of guests coming your way today, including Ken Watlington joining us in about 20, 25 minutes or so. We will guess the lines. Don't look them up, Joey. We'll play guess the lines. We will talk college football, ECU Rice. We'll talk high school football, as you can see, Ken, on Touchdown Friday each and every week on WNCT Channel 9. So we got that coming your way. P. Mace, Patrick Mason, will join us inside the Pirate Radio Studios coming up in hour number two. Get his thoughts on ECU's win over Gardner-Webb and how can they keep that momentum going when they take on Rice coming up this Saturday. Also in hour number two, tail end of hour number two, number two, we'll talk to Wyatt Lunsford-Shinkman and Ryan McChrystal from ECU Baseball. Find out what those guys are up to. I know some uh, inter-squad scrimmages going on, so we'll see how they've been faring so far. And uh, talk some other sports with those guys. McChrystal, a big Eagles fan. Got Eagles-Manders coming up this week. I'm not really looking forward to that. Uh, I'm sure Ryan is, so we'll discuss that and more coming up. And hour number three, we've got Mike Houston comments. Also, Mike Bloomgren. Mike Bloomgren. I think I ranked him last on the uh, the coaches that we would be facing this year. That might come back to haunt me after this Saturday. But uh, his comments on facing East Carolina. Got a JT Daniels health update and also thoughts on uh, his thoughts on the ECU quarterback situation. We'll have those coming your way in hour number three of today's program. Shirley Rhodes is here. In turn, Joey is in the house. And where is Chandler? He's out and about doing... He did say he was doing work, at least. So he told you that he would be late. Yep. Because we are going to be counting on him hour three to take us home to run the final leg if you picture this as a a relay race i'm gonna hand him the baton yeah in uh late in early hour three and he's gonna have to take it home so uh hopefully he'll be here by then yeah should be i i got faith in the kid you got faith in the kid shirley how you doing i'm doing all right what you looking at what's wrong everything good yeah the volume's a little low i thought so too yeah i'm working on trying to get that 
taking care of. Thought I might add a wax buildup or something, but no, uh, volume no, is a little no. low. We'll get volume that figured out. Volume is definitely low, so I'm trying to fix that. Let's check in with the chat gang. Uh, Pike says he liked the stream. When will Big Guy be a guest? I don't know. I haven't seen uh, Matt Maloney in a while, but every time I do, I smile. Great guy. Uh, maybe we'll get him on at some point. Ray says, "Woo! Glad you're excited, Ray." Cass gives the thumbs up, and Tyler says, "Dame to Dubbox, Dubbox, Dubbox." Uh, we'll hit that in just a moment. Let's open up our Fleet Feet rundown for this Wednesday, and Fleet Feet is the place to go if you are a runner, walker, or everyone in between. So that should be just about everybody out there tuned into us today they are locally owned and operated by ecu alum chris lunyon and they have that great one-on-one service they'll get you in the right shoe because they have that 3d foot scanner that measures arch height width and more you can go see them at 207 east arlington boulevard in the old gordon's golf location fleet feet they run for you and on today's rundown we'll uh we'll hit some different uh topics got a little baseball got a little football and some hoops on the rundown today first we'll do an ecu vibe check ecu rice coming up saturday seven o'clock our pregame coverage begins three o'clock on the bud light pregame tailgate and we'll have a late night early sunday morning edition of the u.s sailor fifth quarter call-in show let me check on the line it was three yesterday and right now it is three and a half i think part of that is i don't know if it's news or what we're leaning to here but surely do you have mike bloomgren loaded for later i want to play uh that mike bloomgren cut where he talks about jt daniels can you give me about five minutes sure i mean it's loaded up i just i've got to reset my software here we will hear that momentarily but it looks like jt daniels anyway his comment was he is preparing to play and preparing to start although he has been held back at practice so maybe that is a reason for that line going up from two to three to now three and a half people starting to like the rice owls in that matchup joey what is your uh one to ten vibe check on east carolina and rice right now um it's i don't know i feel like rice is probably a little tricky but they are two and two correct so I don't know how I'm feeling right now. The total is also 46 and a half from what I'm seeing. Uh, I think we could do a good job of covering. What is your vibe? This is a vibe check segment. Oh, I need a seven. number, 1 to 10. 7. All right, it's way too high. Rice has scored 10 points against Texas, 43 against Houston. Houston has a good defense. 59 against Texas Southern, and 29 against South Florida. I, I don't know... If our offense can keep up with them, which is why I'm at a four right now on a vibe check. We need our best offensive showing of the year on Saturday. Mm -hmm. So that's why I'm a little low. All right. Who do your Panthers have this week? We have the Minnesota Vikings in 0-3 matchup. Winless Minnesota Vikings. Where is that game being played? That game, I believe, is in Minnesota. Let me double check. Minnesota. Don't look at a line while you're checking. I won't. Um, trust you and your integrity no i was wrong it is in bank of america all right i got the cuts ready for you Bye. okay we'll circle back to that no. shirley while you're here vibe check on ec rice oh on a scale of one to ten yeah i i'm at a five all right um 
mainly because uh, I read an article this morning that JT Daniels is expected to be back as quarterback for Rice uh, after he went out with that injury last week. They expect him to be back for Saturday. That's going to change things a little bit. While we're there, Shirley, let's go in here cut two, if you got it, from Mike Bloomgren earlier okay. today. All right, give me a second. I hope this works. JT's health is uh, better today than yesterday and certainly better than Sunday. Uh, so I'm not sure, you know, we were at a point where I think he might have been able to go back in the game on Saturday. Uh, you know, we were just trying to get him strong enough. And then AJ took us on a great drive there uh, to score and got the two-point conversion. And we were like, hey, we're good. You know, we were going to stick with AJ regardless if we got the ball back on the onside kick or if the defense had gotten stopped. So, well, Daniels, did he practice yesterday? Or? He did not practice yesterday. Okay. Do you think he might practice today? Or no, I, I don't. I certainly don't expect him to go full speed today. Um, but he's preparing to start this weekend. All right. That from the head coach, Mike Bloomgren, regarding their quarterback. JT Daniels. Uh, Tyler is at a five on the vibe check. He wants to see East Carolina play an AAC opponent. And also adds, let's hope the quarterback plays hurt. And I'll ask, you know, throw some questions out to Blake Harrell today when we talk to him later. You know, do you do you blitz more with the, a quarterback that might be a little gimpy back there? Uh, Jack is asking, he says, do you think JT goes clip? Uh, look, this could be a giant smokescreen. This wouldn't be the first coach to ever lie about something like that, right? Uh, but, yeah, I think they want to win their AAC opener at home, and I think they're going to go with JT Daniels so robert says i don't believe jt will play coach speak to keep ecu guessing absolutely could be the case giant smoke screen um uh, jack says have you seen their weird formation they run for short yardage plays no jack but could you describe that to me i'd love to hear about it i'd rather you tell me about it than me actually see it jamie says on the uh, ube stat sheet stat to consider Rice, 405 yards per game on offense. ECU, 282 and a half yards per game on offense. Yeah, that that bothers me. Jamie says Rice does allow 420 a game offense, uh, defensively. ECU, 345. I know. And can our offense take advantage of that? That's what I'm worried about. That's what I'm nervous about. <clears throat> hey, I'd love to see an old shootout. But what did you say the total was in the 40s? Yeah, it was at 46 and a half for MGM and FanDuel. Man. So 46, they're saying like 23, 24 to 21 ish, 25 to 22. Wait, that, yeah, 46, 47. Yeah. So they're saying ECU scores three ish touchdowns. Yeah. And we hold Rice to three ish in a field goal. I could definitely see Flynn driving us down the field and then a little Mason package to score. Mmm now we're talking you just bumped me up to a five on the vibe That's check. What i mean because like i said i've i've haven't seen a stat where it's more defensive uh yards but they do let up a lot of points they do so i mean i feel like now that finn's flynn's getting his uh groove Mason, is he though i mean he did pretty well last weekend okay he's comfortable in that starting position i feel like he knows it's his at this point i'll give you that uh but he does know that mason has a package so i think if he can uh Look, Get you him in situations. Put him in the right place. All right. Wait for it. Well, what you got, Charlie? Nothing. Um, as much as you and y'all young kids like to tell people to pause and watch what you say, how about you do the same, buddy? That's all I'm saying. Okay. What did I say? A bad word there? Or something? You didn't say a bad word. Uh, okay. You were just talking about Mason's package. 
And if, if I did that, I missed that you would have been all over me. You, I would have. But luckily, I don't think about things like that or worry about things like that, so I'm not even going to bring it my up. My bad. My bad. Too. Right, man, that's fine. Just practice what you preach is all I'm saying, Joey. Absolutely. That's fair. I'm glad you called me. <laughs> uh, sorry. Vibe check on Vikings-Panthers. Five. <laughs> really? We still got Andy Dalton in there. And, and that's uh, – oh, I heard Bryce Young practice today. He did. Yeah. Shirley, who your fins got this week? Let's see. Does it matter? Uh, I believe they have the oh. You got a one in thirty-one shot here. Uh, Uh, Bills. Oh, big one. No. Yes, Bills. Bills on the road at Buffalo. Shirley, what's your vibe check? On the road at Buffalo, my vibe check is at a nine and a half, baby. (laughs) That's Uh, when you know you got a squad. And you can hear that game, by the way, on Sunday, right here on Pirate Radio. Good. So I get to listen to the game because they don't play the Dolphins on TV around here. Hold on, let me see the... Unless uh, I have the NFL package, and I'm not paying an exorbitant amount of money for that. All right, let's look at the uh, local TV this week. I love this map, even though my team's never on it. I hate that we have to Neither deal with a map. Say what? I hate that we have to deal with a map yeah. to find your game. All right, so coverage map, CBS single. Looks like, oh, man, if you drive to Raleigh, Shirley, you'll be able to see the game. I'll be in Raleigh on Sunday, actually. There you go. It'll be on in Raleigh. (laughs) It looks like we're going to get Baltimore-Cleveland and not Miami-Buffalo. Well, unless Keaton's playing, that's going to be a suckage of a game. Man, this is Keaton's time to shine so bad. We need him. We've got one more week. Yeah. We've got one more week, and then the floodgates are going to open for the Ravens. Their backfield is so depleted right now, they need a Keaton. Fox early, we get their stupid Minnesota-Carolina game instead of Washington-Philly. And see, I think Washington and Philly is going to be a better game. Yeah, I think so. Fox late. It's uh, New England, Dallas. Unless you're on uh, or on the West Coast, so there you go. Yeah, I'll be watching Red Zone. I'm not going to tiebreakers for the second straight week to see my team get dismantled. I can't do it. Is that what you think is going to happen? I have an interesting take on that game. I, I was going to wait till Ryan McChrystal's here. Like if Washington went into this game like losing three or four in a row i would pick washington to win outright i don't care about the points give me money line because you know this ron rivera loves to get that seat warm and then win a game he's not supposed to but now that we've only lost one in a row eh, we will probably lose i would feel better about this game if we were on a three-game losing streak I'll tell you what, though, I, I think it'll be a game. Like, it's not like the Eagles are going to steamroll you guys. I think it'll be at least a watchable game. I hope so. I mean, we beat them last year in Philly. Mm-hmm. Now you got Sammy Sosa. Now we got, oh, yeah, do the three, four interceptions on Sunday. I hate him, <laughs> That's by the way. The last week. Oh, okay. move on now. <laughs> My Sam, uh, I still like Sam, but he can't throw four picks. Oh, and he's not getting protected. Eagles have a yeah, dominant defensive him, you know, line. You got to hate your old line then, too. I mean, he's getting killed. Sure. There. Oh, I got plenty of hate for Washington. <laughs> Trust me. All right. Uh, let's see. Did we do all the vibe check? Oh, my vibe check for Washington, Philly. I'm at about a three. I think we can make it interesting, but their defense scares me. It really does. 
All right, uh, moving on to the Woj bomb today. So Damian Lillard is not a Blazer, and he's not a member of the Miami Heat. He is going to Corey Glore's Bucks in a big trade, a three-team trade. So who are the biggest pieces of this trade? Lillard to Milwaukee is huge. Mm-hmm. J. Rue. You got Drew. 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 Holiday. Drew. Where is he going? He's going uh, to Portland. Yeah, okay. Portland. DeAndre Ayton. DeAndre Ayton is going to Portland as well. From Phoenix to Portland. And then uh, Nurkic, Nurk, Nurk, Nurkic. I like Nurkic. He's going to Phoenix. Yep. I don't. So why? And I asked. Look, I don't follow it very closely. Why did DeAndre Ayton get traded? Why did the Suns want to trade him? That's another. I feel like he was a piece that they kept because Chris Paul was gonna be able to teach him how to be that true center for a point guard. But now that they don't have Chris Paul. It's time to move on from Aiden as well. I don't know. I thought it was a good center, but like I said, I don't. He wasn't really loved by his fans too much, and he's been to trade talks for a couple summers now. Uh interesting. All right, so the Bucks are they the favorite in the East? Yeah, a lot of people are saying that they punched their ticket to the finals already. Favorite in the uh, in the league, perhaps. All right, um, we've got Robert on youtube that says keaton is on the injured reserve for the baltimore ravens and is unable to play for them the rest of the year that is factually incorrect robert it's not it's not spread out that misinformation uh keaton mitchell could become a factor once he returns from injured reserve i'm reading on espn.com but that is uh i believe four weeks so after week four keaton would be able to return to the ravens and uh get some playing time because uh when i googled keaton mitchell this is exciting and i googled uh keaton it was a a reddit thread popped up and it said um start picking up keaton mitchell right now oh yeah i've got him in my ir already (laughs) really i'm in the ir for a minute now think i should do that yes it said time to beat the waiver wire with keaton mitchell you pick him up you put him in the ir he gets a shot as us east carolinians we know he's gonna get that shot and he's gonna take it he's gonna keep it let me see if i can find somebody to uh to drop because i want to do it i want to get in wouldn't it be fun i can't wait to start keaton mitchell and he's gonna give me 16 points should i sean tucker for the bucks can I, I drop even, him? Yeah, well, I don't even know who that is. All right, let me see. I'm going to do it. This is going to be fun. I got Keaton Mitchell in my IR already. Yeah, because you can pick him up now, put him on the IR, and, and still have another player for this week if you want to, right? Damn, he's already on the team. There you go. See, people know. Ah! People know. That stinks, man. I'm stupid. I should have done that week one. I've had him. That's week what one. you're saying. <laughs> yeah, that one. was that was dumb on my part. Although, Look you know, that, you, I gave you, you a gem early. You really should have done it like when Dobbins went down week one. Like that would have been the time to do it. Oh yeah, for sure. But I mean, I had him as soon as I I knew he was in the IR, so I just put him in my IR slot and then. Jamie says I'm not seeing that for the rest of the year with Keaton. That's because it's not true. Uh, it's like false yeah incorrect you can click on fake phony yeah he's he's not out for the year he's not missing the whole year we're not gonna get that started and somebody say uh pirate radio said he was out for the year no he didn't some dude named robert in the youtube chat did 
But unfortunately, he's incorrect. Camara's back, though. Camara Edmonds? Alvin Camara. Alvin Camara, huh? Yeah, I think I got him in our uh, best ball league, which I am 3-0 and in that league. It was good to see Camaro Edmonds' uh, first touchdown. It was fun to get the Camaro cranked up, right? Pull it out of the garage, take it for a spin. <laughs> I like that. You like that? <laughs> Whoa. You like that? <laughs> uh, all right, MLB playoff picture. Let's take a look at that. So the Orioles' magic number is 2 to win the AL East and therefore have the best record in the American League. Orioles tonight will take on the Nats. We got that one, Shirley? Yes, we do. All right. Six o'clock. Well, our coverage being six o'clock. First pitch, 635 for Baltimore. If they win and the Red Sox beat the Rays, the O's will clinch the East and uh, be looking at that number one seed. So you've got the Astros and the mariners facing off and right now the astros have a half game lead over seattle as they play for that final playoff spot and the astros are right behind the blue jays uh, in the wild card so it's looking like it's going to be toronto and tampa as wild cards and then the astros and mariners fighting for that final spot over there the brewers have clinched the central Oh, poor Cubbies. See what happened to them against the Braves last night? Error on the right fielder, causing two runs to score in the bottom of the eighth, and the Braves beat the Cubs, and the Cubs are fighting right now, uh, trying to get that last uh, wild card spot with the Arizona Diamondbacks. I believe that is the case. Let me look at the wild card standings real quick because you got the Phillies who are going to be a wild card. You got the Cubbies. Oh, the Marlins are in there. That's right. They're fighting with the Marlins. Cubs are a half game up on Miami, one game back of Arizona. So down the stretch we go here with the MLB playoff chase and uh going to be fun. Going to be a fun few days to wrap up the regular season and also you've got the wild card beginning on Tuesday. All right, let's uh take a break. Jamie bit the bullet and took Alvin in two leagues. And he said that's going to pay dividends tough first three weeks hopefully you get out of that at least one and two and then you got Kamara coming back they need a shot in the arm offensively car hurt see what they Williams on the IR as well is he didn't know that I handcuffed Williams and Kamara on the draft Tyler wants to know what Ken's vibe check is on the Braves we'll have that for you because Ken Watlington oh no (laughs) big thumbs down that was a dramatic thumbs down he stood up to give a thumbs down (laughs) <laughs> oh, there's two of them. We'll do that uh, verbally. Try that again, Ken. Oh, you got him on camera? We got him on camera. Ken, give me your vibe Give check. us our vibe check. Oh. <laughs> we will have that uh, in a verbal form coming up when we return on Pirate Radio Live. Also, guess the lines with Joey and the Watt Man. That and more on the way when we return. We'll turn up the wattage after this. <laughs>
You're listening to Hour One of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Pirate Water. Get ready to party, pirates. Go to drinkpiratewater.com to find your new treasure. 21 and older only. Pirate Water. Why be yourself when you can be a pirate? Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Hey, Washington Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. You can drive a little and save a lot. Uh, They have a great selection of new and pre-owned vehicles, plus they offer service to all makes and models in a state-of-the-art facility. Drive a little and save a lot with a short trip to Washington Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram on Highway 264 in Washington or go online at WashingtonChryslerDodgeJeepRam.com. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. Oh, man, love this tune. I feel like Ken Watlington really needs to hear it right now. I can't hold on any longer. He's in a bad spot. His bad spot is the Braves are the best team in baseball, and he's scared about their playoff chances. I'm not scared. What are you? I've accepted reality. <laughs> I told you I told you on the show last week, they will not win a single playoff game. That is ridiculous. You're just... And honestly, when they were down 6 nothing last night, I was thinking they might not win another game this season. The cups gifted in the way. And you were night. wrong. Yeah. How many times have you been wrong in your life? At least twice a day. <laughs> uh, I forgot to check in. I apologize to the Facebook chat. Josh likes the over this week, ECU and Rice. I'm with Josh. You're with Josh? Yeah, I'm with Josh. Okay. Yeah. You were very, yeah, dramatic about that. Yeah. Smash the over. All right. I want my seven to be validated. <laughs> You're, hey? my vibe check uh, steven says clipper what that lid this is the uh motorboaters the moorhead city motorboaters motorboaters yeah break this out every now and again yeah. the alternate identity for the moorhead city Mor- marlins yes. the marlins jamie says i smell a kin and clip bet on how many games atlanta wins in the playoffs yeah i've got over half a game <laughs> i've got uh-huh. any <laughs> and ken has under half a game yeah. there's the bet there it is i feel pretty good about my odds mm-hmm. we'll just wait till what's about october 10th you'll find out so we're guaranteed at least a what five game series ken yep okay so uh i got three chances at Get least your brooms ready come on and then ken uh had a slur he, he said a slur uh, just one of the worst things i've ever heard uh a quarterback <laughs> a quarterback <laughs> name he said uh we got sam trubisky playing quarterback yeah. for the uh commanders right now he's awful <laughs> come on man come on he had an awful game and he has an awful low line oh there's no doubt about that he's not getting much help up front and they play a pretty 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 good defense coming up on we're, sunday we're gonna talk about the uh the spread for that one in we're gonna guess the lines oh i got it i got it have you you probably I haven't looked, looked, actually, but I know in my heart what it is. <laughs> Negative Ken yeah. is checking in today, oh, folks. He is super salty. Just call me Lowry's. All right. We've got... That's a good reference. We've got... Kanye West did it first. Uh, okay. I'll call you Morton's then. Okay. <laughs> Take it. Call me Lowry's. How do you say it? I like when the South Park makes fun of Kanye. <laughs> or no. It was actually Family Guy that did the... I'm giving this lasagna a massage. It's really, really funny. Uh, if you haven't seen it. Well, all right, let's let's play guess the lines. Yep. GTL, Jim Tan Laundry for uh, those yeah. old school. <laughs> Last night before falling asleep really early, um, I started watching the Challenge USA, the new season really? on Paramount Plus. I was a big Challenge fan back in the day. I'm, I love the Challenge. I just can't get to it now because it's all on like whatever. 
I think CT is one of the best athletes like ever. Wow. Like I put him up there with like Jim Brown and Dion and Okay. <laughs> CT, yeah, he's a super athlete. Yeah. The time he carried a man on his back with like like it was a backpack in the sand. One of the greatest athletic achievements I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> Love CT. By the way, folks, while we're just getting way off topic, a yeah. bunch of things, uh, there is a show called The Traders, and you can watch it on Peacock, and it's one of those reality shows where they they try to, <clears throat> I hate to say this word, suss out who the traders are in the game. <laughs> and <laughs> i have no problem with that word yeah i know i'm too old to say it a lot of backstabbing a lot of stuff like that pause <laughs> wait did you just want to try to use that right. i heard you guys doing it earlier so i gotta fix, fit it in so all right pause uh-huh. you can absolutely pause. the wrong place you to do it pause <laughs> when clip says can, something sucks. can your new bit be just saying pause at the wrong times around everybody <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jerry's doing the weather. Brian Bailey coming up next in pause. <laughs> oh, that would piss Bailey off, so that'd be funny. Let's do it. Uh season two of the Traders has bananas and CT and like Trishel, like a bunch of old school real world uh people in. I cannot wait for that. It's gonna be so much fun. What are we talking about? Oh, uh, GTL, GTL, guess the lines. Guess the lines. Guess what, guys? We have a good Thursday night game this week. How about lines at Packers? So that's a good game. Oh, that's Big. what GTL meant. Guess the lines. <laughs> For me, the first thing that came to mind was Jim Tan Laundry. Sure. Which is why I made both references, which is how we got off on that tangent there. I was thinking Grand Theft something. Larceny. <laughs> yeah, that works too. Uh, Mike P says Kenny's the scram with all that Braves negativity. He's trying to bring back uh, the word scram. Well, the Braves are about to scram right out of the playoffs <laughs> in three games. <laughs> Listen, it's classic reverse psychology. Just let me do it. Uh, Eric's doing some kind of jokes with the motorboaters, but I'm not ready to get in on those right now. <laughs> not, not safe for work. Nope. All right. Uh, Packers and Lions in Lambeau. What's the line, fellas? Uh, we'll start Lions with are pretty good. That they are? Yeah. But Lambeau's Lambeau. I'm going to go Packers two and a half. All right. I'm going to go Lions one and a half. Is that dumb? Yeah, that's dumb. The line is Lions one and a half. Oh, gosh. Here we go. I promise you on everything I love, <laughs> I have not seen the Lions. I believe you are a man of integrity, even though you tried to get some questions out of me already for trivia tonight, I'm which a, makes me question your integrity. But Because I genuinely may not show up, so I'm kind of interested. Right. Uh, Joey hit it on the nose. In the news. Guys, we have a London game. Cheerio. Uh-huh. Only on ESPN Plus, by the way. Falcons Jags in London Town, Wembley Stadium. What is the line, Joey? Falcons Jags. Uh, let me go Jags. London State three and a half. All right. It's gonna go a little higher, six and a half. It is three. Wow. People like the uh, Falcons. D- look, nobody should like the Jaguars right now. They just no. gotta be by twenty at home to the Texans, and I had them in. And that, that's Survivor. a home game for the Jaguars, right? Yeah, because the city of Jacksonville keeps you know annexing land. They've actually made it all the way to London. So <laughs> Wembley Stadium is technically in Jacksonville. Game of the week: Dolphins at Bills. Oh yeah, that's a good one. Have to drive to Raleigh to watch uh, it. Dolphins. Oh, Dolphins <laughs> and Bills. Still, let's go Dolphins. You might have half. to go all the way to Raleigh. I don't know where the exact line. I'll have to like zoom in on the map. 
So like right Belmont when you hit Wilson, maybe like Wilson, yeah. you stop into the nearest bar or whatever, yeah. and they're showing yeah, beat the up. Dude. They still have no cools in Wilson. Ah, probably not. Nah, but, probably not yeah. yeah. All the right. Dolphins one and a half. Okay. It's in Buffalo. In Buffalo. In Buffalo. Uh, Buffalo four. Buffalo two and a half. Ooh. Broncos That's at Bear. We go from the best game of the week to the worst game all time. All time. Broncos at Bears. Broncos at Bears? I don't know. Broncos. I saw the over-under was six. <laughs> <laughs> no? Uh, Broncos, Pause. I don't know. <laughs> exactly. Two and a half. You're going Broncos two and a half, Ken? Uh, Broncos point and a half. Broncos three and a half. Wow. Okay. <laughs> the, the Bears. <laughs> the Bears. All right. Big game in the north. Ravens at Brownies. I'll go Browns minus two and a half. The Browns are winning their home games by an average of like 38. I was going to go Browns two and a half, so now I'll save Browns three. It is Browns three. Boom. Right there at it. Cleveland, the mecca of sports. (laughs) (laughs) Titans hosting the Bengals. This is a one and two game. This is. And we talked last week. Vegas hates the Titans. Everybody does, and they should. (laughs) They scored three points last week, I think. So did Uh, Is this too early to call it a loser leaves town match? Probably is, isn't it? Loser goes to one and three. That's too early. It's It's a little too early. Yeah. It is a loser is in a lot of trouble match. I'm going to say that. I think if the Bengals go one and three, they're done. Okay. Loser leaves town match for the Bengals. Titans still have a chance in that division. Mm-hmm. Yeah, makes sense. It's in Nashville. It's in Nashville. Uh, Hot t- chicken. You said Titans two and a half. I don't think you uh, said anything. I didn't say anything, but I like that. So I'm going to go with that. <laughs> oh, Ken, Ken, okay, I'm no, you're fair. Fair enough. You have that. You have and Titans two and a half. Then I just second guess myself and thought one and a half. <laughs> Both of you are wrong. No, I'll do Titans four and a half. The Bengals are favored. Wow. That's why? Because they're playing the Titans. The Titans. And guess what? I'm going to pick them for the fourth straight week. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? Uh, so the Bengals are favored by two, guys. All right. Shocking. Battle. Never mind. I don't know why I was thinking that. Uh, Rams at Colts. Rams. Who says Minshew? How long is Richardson out? I'm not sure. Actually, I can get you an update in a second, but I know Minshew is playing that game. Um, According I to the will... YouTube comments, he's out for the season. <laughs> uh, no, well I'm going to say Rams, though. It's in Indianapolis, though. Uh, it says three and a half Rams. Rams, two and a half. It is the Colts. Colts by one. They love Minshew. I mean, who doesn't? Got a win in Baltimore last week. Eric said, Brian Bailey. Coming up, we're going to talk some round ball. Ken, pause. <laughs> Ken from the desk. No. Pirates hit the hardwood tonight. <laughs> You're gonna let that one go? No, just, you gotta just say hold the hand balls. to him. Oh, Don't okay. want to even say it out loud. All right. Yeah. Uh, uh, Richardson did pl- uh, practice today. Oh, Jamie says Richardson back. You know what? I'm uh, I'm not gonna pick the Colts then. I'm gonna take the Rams. Give me Minshew Colts. I don't want Richardson Colts. Bucks at Saints. Two and one versus two and one in Nola. What is Derek Carr's status? I like the Saints, three and a half. Mm-hmm. All right. I'll go Saints, two and a half. Carr is week to week with a sprained AC joint. Ooh, that's his collarbone. Okay. Ish, right? I'm not a doctor. Not that I need to be to know that, but doctor. just letting you know I'm not a doctor. It is Saints by three. All right. Saints by three at home. Commandos on the road at Philadelphia. Go ahead. 
I think it's like <laughs> Eagles seven. All right. I mean, uh, yeah, I'm going to go Eagles 26 and a half. <laughs> it sucks, man. I hate Ken Robinson. <laughs> that's being generous. Uh, Ken, uh, it is Eagles eight. I oh, said, I was close. That's generous. Close. I said earlier in the show that if Washington had a three-game losing streak going in this, going in this game, I would take uh, Washington yeah. money line. No. Because Ron Rivera loves – he don't really get excited until his butt starts to get a little, little hot. Yep. And that's when they start winning. They're a second half of the year team. Yeah. Too early. Still not enough in the second half of the year to do anything. Uh, Philly minus eight. Ken is all over the Eagles. Yeah, all over. That's too many points. What's the over under? 44. Over. Over. Okay. Well, there's only 40 combined points scored against the Bills last week. I know. Yeah. Is Washington going to help out this over? (laughs) Yeah. Okay. It's going to be a Jalen Hurts scramble, fumble around the five-yard line. Picked up by Chase Young? No, he's uh, he's going to be hurt probably. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Picked up by Montez Sweat. Montez Sweat. Yeah. Vikings at Panthers. I saw today uh, Bryce Young was back at practice. So you know what that means. Vikings, four and a half. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think it'll be Vikings. Let's put some respect. Vikings, three. Vikings, three and a half. I mean... This is like a sucker Minnesota line right here. But they are 0-3. They are. And they only play close games. You think they circled this game? Like Vikings fans, they look at it like, if we don't win, we suck. Yeah. Are yeah. we that team? Yeah, at this point, 0-4 losing to the Panthers. Although the Panthers it is in Carolina. Like Gardner-Webb to East Carolina last week. Yeah. Wow. This is a must-do-something game. That's my favorite team. So the Panthers are Gardner-Webb. That's what I'm saying. Okay. <laughs> you just want to get that on record? Make sure we got it. Make sure in, in comparison to ECU fans' <laughs> matchup. Right. So, unfortunately, that makes ECU the Vikings. Either way. Yeah. This is purple. Things aren't yeah. good. Purple and gold. All right. Steelers at Texans. Texans are feisty. Coming off they are feisty. I picked up CJ Stroud. I dropped Kenny Pickett for Stroud. You need to pick up Tank Dell. I've got him. He's oh. wasting. He's rotting on my bench. That's your fault. All right. Can we do something real quick? Can we do a little start sit with you? <laughs> yeah. Let's do some start sit real quick. Right. Tank Dell or Michael Thomas? Tank Dell. Easy? Well, Slant Boy is not catching any balls right now. So Slant Boy. Tank Dell. Uh, Tank Dell, Mike Thomas, Michael Thomas or Raheem Mostert? Mostert? I mean, I can't sit him out right now, right? Yeah. It would be stupid. I think Waddle's also going to be sitting again this week. Jahan Dotson or Michael Thomas? Well, Trubisky ain't throwing dots in the ball, so that's know, easy. It sucks. All right, I put in Tank Dale for Michael Thomas. I feel good about it. Solid 14 at least. I feel good about it. All right, uh, Steelers to Texans, guys. I like the Texans, two and a half. It's at home, right? Yeah. Two and a half. Yeah, I wow. Was thinking that. I was thinking, well, I'll do one and a half. Texans. Steelers are three. <laughs> They're so butt. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so they're so butt. We got that on the record. We got a lot of good stuff on the record today. Yeah. Raiders at Chargers. Chargers went for it on fourth and one at their own 20 and still won the game. Didn't get it. Chargers. Bye. We're not picking winners. Right. We're picking two, spreads. Two and a half. All right. Four and a half. It is five and a half. Patriots at Boys. How about them Cowboys, Ken? I love them. <laughs> I just love them. <laughs> Uh, they're going to be a five and a half point favorite this All week. Right. That's what I was thinking. I'll do six and a half. It is seven. 
Hey. Cowboys by seven. You guys were talking about you know checking the map to see which games are going to be on locally. You can guarantee if the Panthers are playing, they're going to be on, and the Cowboys are going to be on every TV ever. And you are correct. And that's it. And that's it. That's all you need to know. Yep. Cardinals at Niners. How big can you make this line? Cardinals at Niners. Cardinals. Niners, 12. All right. Eight and a half. 14. Woo! 14. Cooking. No respect for the Cardinals. Big win. By the way, I was uh, yeah, being and moaning about the Jets' power rankings. I haven't even looked this week. I'll look for you. Uh, but Pete Prisco had them like 29, and I celebrated. I threw a party. I think they moved up two spots. <laughs> Chiefs. Spite you. Chiefs at Jets. Sunday night football. Thanks, Aaron Rodgers. Now we get these crap Jets on primetime games. Chiefs at Jets. Uh, Chiefs, five and a half. I got Taylor Swift, six and a half. Nine and a half, boys. Nine and a half. And then, oh, I love my NFC East in primetime. The G-Man back on primetime. For the third time in four weeks. Oh, gosh. (laughs) Uh, What is the line between the Seahawks and the Giants? I hope the Mannings are back this week. I miss uh, I like the Manning cast. I got the Hawks, two and a half. I think Hawks, five. It is even. It is a good old fashioned pick 'em. Old pick 'em. Yeah. There you go. I would probably pick not to watch that. <laughs> Say why? In the power rankings, who do you want to know? The Jets, the J E T S. The Jets are sitting at nineteen, which is above the twenty two commanders. That's fine. I, I mean, we 22. deserve it. We deserve it right now. After what happened last week. Dumpster fire of a tra- franchise. Jamie said, man, Ken is nailing Howe today with the Trubisky mocking. <laughs> Clip was all in on Howe this season. I still am. He had a bad game. Uh, I was until about Sunday at 110. He's fine. He's He'll be, fine. He'll it's be over. Right. I'm worried about his line. Yeah. I'm worried about the schedule. I was looking at this. Uh, I shouldn't even show Ken. <laughs> he might leave the, the room <laughs> when I tell them who the commander is. Drive straight out of way. town. Now, luckily, we do have the Bears coming up. Oh, all right. And I think, luckily for y'all, that's a Thursday nighter, so everybody will get to watch it. The Bears are now 32 officially. Good. And then we have at the Falcons, at Giants. We can win those. Yeah. Can. Uh, Will they? No. Then you got Eagles, again, at Patriots, at Seahawks, Giants at home, at Cowboys, Dolphins, at Rams, at Jets, got to win those because you close with the Niners and the boys. So it's uh, there's some wins there, but sounds like eight, eight and one to me. <laughs> Where's the tie, Ken? Who's the tie? Is that like uh, the Bears? Probably at Rams, the game you shouldn't tie, oh, but you're not. You bad. don't lose it. Yeah, yeah. Let's take a break. Because we'll it was the Lions. Now who was it last year? They tied. Oh, it was the Giants. Yeah. Oh man. And then they lost to the Giants at back home. Back games. Yeah. They called Terry McLaurin for, like, not checking in with the ref. Remember that? And then there was a pass interference on the last play? Yep. I don't remember. Let's take a break. We'll come back. Wilson Phillips, love y'all. Just hold on. Just hold on, people. We'll talk a little high school football. We'll talk, uh, maybe dive into some more MLB with Ken Wallington. If the Braves don't win the NL, who will win it? Don't answer now. Pause. We'll get to that and more. We'll wrap up the hour with Ken Watlington after these words. The 75 Reds. Is it really fair to feel this way inside? So big, so light, it's gonna make you want to turn around and say goodbye. Until then, baby, are you going to let him hold you down and make you cry? Don't you know? 
Listening to Hour One of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Pirate Water. Get ready to party, pirates. Go to drinkpiratewater.com to find your new treasure. 21 and older only. Pirate Water. Why be yourself when you can be a pirate? Now, back to the show. Welcome back. The best place in Greenville to unwind after work and have fun is AJ McMurphy's. AJ says daily food and drink specials and an awesome patio, perfect for some outdoor dining. And there's something for everyone every weeknight, including sports trivia on Wednesday nights with Clip Brock. They have live music every Friday and Saturday with no cover and brunch every Sunday. Make today an AJ's day. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. All right. I know Ken knows this. I'm going to say Joey doesn't know it, but he needs to pay attention. <laughs> and so this question is for Shirley Rhodes. Okay. A little sports trivia, a little preview for tonight at AJ's. Oh, Lord. On this day in 1996, this Hall of Fame second baseman spit in the face of John Hirschbeck. Got it. Oh, my God. He was playing with the O's at the time. Yes, he was. Oh. In 96. Spat in his face after an argument. Mm-hmm. I remember the incident. Yeah. Um, the player is... Oh, my God. The first person that came to mind was A-Rod, but I know that's not right. It is not. I know Ken knows it. Joey says he knows it. Who is it, Joey? Oh, I don't. <laughs> Who, Who it, was Ken? it, Ken? It's, uh, it's Robbie Alomar, right? Roberto oh, Alomar. that's right. Yeah. Oh, I remember the whole incident because, I, I mean, I could see it playing in my head. I just couldn't remember the player's name. I hated Roberto Alomar before that incident. Do you know why, Ken? Had something to do with the Braves. It did. He had a dinger in the World Series and rounded third, and it was, I want to say, in Atlanta. And I uh, was doing the chop on the way home. Yep. And, and I was like, I hate that guy. I don't know if I was cussing at that point in my life. I was still a young kid, but I was mad. Dad, I was angry. Yeah, I just, I just watched you it. You son that of was, a gun. That was bad. The spit? Yeah. Oh, yeah, it was real bad. <laughs> and he got some MFs in there, too, if I'm not mistaken. I got a question, and I hope you guys don't take offense to this. Did TV look like this back then too, or no? Well, back then, well, what do you mean? Well, back in my day, I mean it, it does. It looks pretty pixelated, which is fine. But I'm saying like, no, it looks that's old, just old. yeah. See that well, probably came from the '96. Better, it, uh, you you were born in the era of high def TVs. See if you're we 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 didn't have that back in the day when you watched it. It looked fine. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yes. What if it you recorded fine. it on a VHS tape and then played it back and then transferred uh, to this yeah. and uploaded it? That. That's, that's what I'm saying. So I'm walking. not seeing what you guys saw. No. I'm seeing like you're seeing somebody's 20 year old VHS copy of it probably. Yeah, that's probably been sitting in a dusty bin somewhere for a long period of time before it ever got digitally transferred. And we are offended by that yeah yes. we're totally offended by that and i'm mad at you for even saying it we yep, didn't get color tv till my junior year of high school i think <laughs> I, I mean i'm kidding how old are you 74 but back in my day well when i when i was in college which was from 93 to 97 i still had a, a black and white tv i didn't even have a color tv hmm. i had 
a small like I mean like a twelve inch yeah. tiny tiny like TV. tiny little yeah. TV, but that was all I could I could bring with me. Those movers that were watching that Dire Straits video had to move those color TVs. Of course they did. <laughs> that is true. And you also taught me something about that song that I was completely unaware of. Mm-hmm. They say a they word. Were, they, they say get, they got canceled. Yeah, they they say a, a rather unsavory word in the song, and I've listened to that song a million times and never caught on. But to they're it. saying it to themselves they're calling themselves that because the song is from the viewpoint of the working man carrying the tvs which makes which is why it's one of my favorite songs it is it is also a a thinking man song thinking man great visual as far as a video goes too joey saw that music video and said is this what tv used to look like (laughs) with the uh block figures and stuff yeah we used to to play yeah it's called it's called tv minecraft because it looks just like minecraft that's what it looks like actually so dire straits who would you equate that to in today's popular music oh my god nobody nobody. there's nobody out like that what are you trying to uh, i'm just i'm sure there's a comparison right i don't know if there is i don't know who it is i don't know any new artists since like 2005 so you can take me out of this i'm not a uh, new music guy uh ken we're out of time well it's good good (laughs) to be here good good to crap on the braves a little bit and uh yeah who's take uh, a walk down memory lane (laughs) so let's take out the be insulted about my age that's cool I was gonna, I'm going to take out like half the teams. Braves, Dodgers, and Phillies. Who has the best chance to win? I think the Phillies are going to win the World Series. The World Series? The World Series. We need to rename it. We're not playing against the world. Yeah, see, I was having this argument with uh, the other day. I hate when, like, nah. There's a team in Canada. But you can't, okay, but the world, you okay. can't say you're a world champ. I agree. And that guy said it, and talking about the NBA, and yeah. people roasted him, I'm and like, I'm on his side. You guys sound, uh, you know. Yeah. A little uneducated. National. We are at the center of the earth. <laughs> America. Donnie Kirkpatrick said Earth is the best planet in the world. <laughs> and he's, he's never never a truer statement's been spoken. <laughs> exactly. Life's great. Football sucks right now. That's right, Donnie. <laughs> Ken, uh touchdown Friday. We'll see you uh, see you there. You and BB in the crew. Yeah, week seven. Uh, not a whole lot of marquee games. I'll be at the game of the week. Farmville Central visiting Washington. Uh Jaguars score a lot of points. Washington uh typically doesn't. So that's our game of the week. Farmville Central, man. Uh, I'm interested to see what kind of staying power they have in the playoffs and if they're going to continue to do what they're doing. They're, they're playing well. What I a think year. They're probably the second best 2A team in our area behind East Duplin. All right. There yep. you go. Ken, thanks for hanging out, man. Appreciate y'all. All right. Pause. Pause. Take a break. Come back when we return. Hour two. We got Patrick Mason joining us later in hour two. We got Ryan McChrystal, Eagles fan. And Wyatt Lunsford-Shankman joining us in hour two as well. A lot more to go. Pirate Radio Live on a Wednesday. Back with you after this.
You're listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Down on Main Street, Washington's favorite place to eat and where all the locals go. Join Down on Main Street every Wednesday for half-price wings from 4 p.m. to close. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Thinking about takeout tonight? Familia can make everything real easy for you with a great selection of Italian food and more. Visit FamiliaNC.com to see the full menu featuring pizzas, pastas, salads, and homemade desserts. As a matter of fact, I think Joey is checking now to see what the pizza of the week is. Place your order online or call 689-6330 and Familia will have your order ready in their convenient drive through window for pickup. Finish up a busy day with a great dinner for yourself or your family from Familia. Familia on Fire Tower Road near Pitt Community College. Now let's head back into PRL. Here's Clip. I think I saw green peppers and onions. Okay. Are you calling them? Yeah, we'll get the answer. Joey's calling them live on the air here to get the answer of the pizza of the week. Hey, how you doing? I was wondering, what is the pizza of the week today? Green pepper and onion. Okay, appreciate it. it. Have a good one. As I've matured and my taste buds have matured, I like uh, green pepper on a pizza. I like to throw a little sausage with it or something. I prefer the banana peppers over the green peppers. Mm. I like banana peppers, not necessarily on a pie, though. I like them on a pie. Um, If I go like a pepper, I would go with the sweet peppers, like the red, orange, or Mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm, the yellow ones. mm -hmm. Uh, The green peppers give me a little bit of heartburn, so Mm. tend to stay away from those. Jack has slid into my DMs. Uh Uh-oh. And he sent me a picture. Oh, of? Rice and their short yardage formation. Looks basically like what the Eagles do. It's like rugby right there, yeah. Yeah, everybody just lined up. Three men in the backfield, quarterback. Um when they do the uh the tush push is that what they call uh, it in philly tush push. not yeah. the bush push the tush push which so uh it's a rugby scrum is a lot what of it is people want that outlawed do you think the tush push the eagles play should be outlawed no no i don't think so and uh, jason kelsey commented on it they said they have like rugby coaches come in to nfl teams and talk about it huh. and their answer is simply like you can't stop it it's mass it's a, it's a body mass that's all going in the same movement you can't stop it so I guess if you the argument for the sake of since there's no way to combat the play, sure. Well, but I mean, I think it's all fair. So. You got to win on first, second, and third down. Yeah. That's what I. That's all you can do. I mean, I don't. I I don't understand why they want to get rid of it. I mean, to me, you've got an offensive line that's pushing up against a defensive line. They're pushing against each other. You know, it's not that much. It's not much of a difference there. How, why just, doesn't every team do it? Exactly. If I it mean, works so well. Yeah, if it works so well, why doesn't everybody else do it? And I just think it's a matter of preference in terms of coaches and whatnot. But I, I don't see any reason why it should be outlawed because it's not a threat to anybody's safety. Like, for example, throwing into the middle of a field with a defenseless receiver. I mean, I think that you know adjusting those rules you know was warranted but trying to get rid of this play doesn't make a lot of sense to me all right let's get an update on what today's national day is what should we be celebrating today i know today is national sons day is it yep we had national daughter day a couple of days ago hmm haven't my dad ain't called me yet haven't heard nothing from my parents i mean are they on uh, facebook my mama is okay well then i have no explanation for that (laughs) (laughs) 
unless um, she's not been on facebook today so i'm on national day calendar it is world dense breast day is this something to do with maybe well october breast cancer prevention or something possibly because uh october is breast cancer awareness month breast cancer awareness month this says so. last wednesday in september so maybe a little yeah maybe preview. a pre- why, yeah precursor dense so we're celebrating ones with heavy breasts no, I think it has something to do with breast cancer, I think. Maybe uh, the lump? The, yeah, something like lump. that. I don't, yeah. I don't yeah. think it's celebrating that, Joey. I don't think so. But I, I'm not sure. I mean, for verbatim, I asked yeah. the question. No, it's a good question. A very fair question. It is a fair question. However, I do not have. I don't think it's in the context that you were maybe thinking. It is also National Day of Forgiveness Day. And I think we should all think of somebody we need to forgive in our lives. I'm not oh, I can think of someone to forgive, but I'm actually doing it is two different things. So you're not going to forgive that person? Uh, have you met me? Yeah. I hold a grudge for a long time. I'm not ready to forgive Dan Snyder. Um, not ready to forgive Kent Herbeck for lifting Ron Gant off of first base in 1991. I'm not ready to forgive the very first person that decided to go through a drive-through with their window not working <laughs> not ready to and and Matt and Rose. allowed other people to think that it was <laughs> that okay it was to do that nor- to normalize it yes mm-hmm. you're not ready to forgive matt rule no i'm not for i'm not ready to forgive wingstop for continuously messing up my order not you know? a sponsor you shouldn't go to him anyway that's true it's yeah. over they always do my order right exactly and i'm also not ready to forgive the red sox for getting rid of mookie bets oh yeah i'm still mad about that uh nick says sliding in eclipse dms about the tush push pause (laughs) (laughs) are y'all willing to forgive anyone how about this yesterday um scott is not ready to forgive lonnie smith during the same world series oh man scott yeah i guess we're not ready to forgive people yet i'll tell Um, you who i'm ready to forgive whoever it was that in the chat uh was it a couple of days ago that mentioned the scenario of what would happen if someone brought you a dolphin's hat and didn't oh, bring me yeah. one that was a good one i'm ready to forgive you for that okay uh, i think it was jamie okay so jamie, jamie that's nice i Charlie. forgive you that is very nice i'm not gonna forget it no but i will forgive you very nice of you Shirley. um Oh, yesterday uh, I was scrolling through Twitter and I saw Michael Kidd Gilchrist tweeted uh, something about his birthday and I unfollowed him. (laughs) Why? First of all, I didn't know I was following him. Secondly, there's no reason I should be following Michael Kidd Gilchrist. (laughs) And I don't know if I should be forgiving him. It's not his fault. The Hornets drafted him second overall. But I'm going to forgive the Hornets for taking Michael Kidd Gilchrist second overall behind Anthony Davis. That is my forgiveness. I've done one. Shirley's done one. You have to do one, Joey. Um, I don't know. I guess I'll forgive Ron Rivera for not sitting Cam, and he could potentially still be in the league today. All right. We are all uh, forgiveful people here. I don't know if that's the word. Forgivers. I thought, oh, I thought you meant like forgetful forgiveful we give forgiveness okay. uh this day doesn't make sense 
this should be later in the year but it is national scarf day maybe it's kind of like hey get ready it's almost scarf season i've never worn a scarf in my life other than like a um a soccer scarf like they gave some away for ecu and i have one of those and i've worn it in uh support of east carolina athletics uh, I want to circle back to National Dense Breast Day. Okay, please I was do. correct on my uh, theory. It is about dense breast, but it's because dense breast are more, um, what's the word here? It says they have an increased cancer risk. Oh, they can hide cancers yes. on mammograms mm-hmm. and increase a woman's risk of developing breast cancer. So, so Which way, would be a precursor to National Breast Cancer Awareness Month, so... That would, so we're that, all right. What a team yeah, win! All right, that Good is a, that is a team win. And Joey, thank you for sticking with that. You were, you were I had all, to look it up. You're all over it. Anything else as far as today is concerned? Oh yeah, we got more. Oh okay. National Corn Beef Hash Day. Ugh. Never had corn beef. I haven't hash. either. I don't think, and I'm not interested. It doesn't look very good. I've had corned beef, but I don't think that's the same as corned beef hash. I want to try. I've never had a uh, chicken and rice casserole. That sounds good. Oh, man. Yeah, I'm all over that. So yesterday, Shirley, I told you I was ready for some uh, brats Mm -hmm. with pasta and Alfredo. But I went by my folks' house on the way home, and my mom had made a roast. (gasps) So I I took some of that home. Oh, like uh, a good old-fashioned pot roast? And then today, I think I figured out a new move. Today, I put brats on in the air fryer jumped in the shower took my shower and by the time i got out i uh, flipped them and like they were about done but just cooked them a little bit more so i think my new move is cooking while i take my morning shower <laughs> Two birds one for song. lunch i think i found a move that is called superior time management yeah and like i, I could do this every day if i wanted to that's what i do i cook Gotta love and yeah, take a shower and or um i'll cook and do a load of laundry or wash some dishes like i'm oh, always i'm always multitasking when i'm at that's home that's the best when i put the dishwasher and the laundry machine on and then i hop in the shower mm. i feel like i've completed the day and i conquered you, the day and your water bill is going insane all at the same time uh, oh yeah your water uh, bill is going to be nuts covered by the apartment complex there you go oh use well then hey water you oh, want yeah. buddy use all the water you oh, want buddy. my showers are great <laughs> <laughs> that's why your hair looks so fantastic oh, every yeah, time I you come in here time now. what's your average shower minutes wise three songs so about nine to twelve minutes yeah i'm shorter than that i'm probably about a seven minute or it depends on what i need to accomplish in the shower um anywhere from oh. <laughs> <laughs> no but you used it in the right place so it don't count. like if i need to well because you guys are not females give me a time you guys are not females right, so you don't have time. to shave your legs just give me a time uh if i don't have to shave my legs it's less than 10 minutes if i have to shave my legs it's 10 to 15 minutes wow now if i had chandler's shower my showers would be 15 25 minutes now why do you know what his shower looks like because uh, he's i've pause. been to chandler's uh, you're right big time pause oh no actually not pause at all if you you have a bathroom at your house right can i use your bathroom i mean what you want me to do piss on <laughs> don't say that oh, word okay my bad use the bathroom on the floor moving on anyway he's got a walk-in bathroom though all right moving on okay National Crush a Can Day. I don't know what that means. Drink a beer and crush the can. National Chocolate Milk Day. This reminds me, Ooh. I forgot to pick up chocolate milk for Lily yesterday. 
probably chocolate milk hate me forever good Good recovery drink after you work out by the way really i've never been a chocolate milk guy i I drink it once in a while every once in a while i'll get like a little half gallon and go to town on it but and surely as joey and i are eating unhealthy at aj's tonight i want you to know it is national women's health and fitness day so you need to watch your weight while us dudes just eat and get fat wow yeah all you women out there need to look good for us fat men (laughs) (laughs) i cannot believe that just came out of your mouth (laughs) look i grew up on king of queens remember every show had a fat guy and a hot wife yeah and i was I like never... wow this is what life is like yeah <laughs> i mean I did pretty good so i got a nice true. skinny wife but uh yeah national women's health and fitness day huh interesting so there you go i guess i need to eat a salad for dinner then <laughs> i might i might join you in that Shirley, just because i look we had uh, donald trump said nobody loves women more than him incorrect i love women more than anyone more than joey no, nah, you love women more than I anyone. The power rankings keep shifting. Mm-hmm. Chandler, you think he loves women more than anyone? I think he loves more than women. I could say something right now, but I'm not going to. All right, good. <laughs> Wait. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh huh. All right. So you know the, exactly where I'm going with that. There are the national days. Want everybody to know what they should be celebrating today. Yes. So celebrate with a glass of chocolate milk and some corned beef hash. <laughs> yeah, but the perfect combination, right? <laughs> uh michael winstead says he's on board with the banana peppers on a pizza all right i thank you he's uh, a big fan of that hope uh, isaiah's doing well skip's in the house what's up skip i actually saw um holt nailers when as i was passing pulling into pirate radio today oh did you so he is in town i saw where he is uh looking to train some area quarterbacks so right now not a part of the seahawks or an nfl organization and uh, hopefully he can stay in that. And uh, maybe we'll get him on talk about his next move and what that could be. And who knows, if uh, we see more quarterbacks go down, I'm pretty sure his number will get called. So, Well, if, if not, you do have the option of the upcoming, uh, you know, the XFL and the USFL are merging. Is that done deal? It's yeah. not a done deal. They, they are in talks to do that. Now, if that takes place, I believe that is supposed to go into effect on the next season. There's some potential there as well, and you can't, you know, rule out the CFL either. So, there's plenty of options for quarterbacks out there, uh, not just the NFL. Obviously, the NFL is kind of the pinnacle of it, but uh, his football career is definitely not over for sure. For sure. A little bit, in if terms any. Of- it sounds like do you have my uh, talk about yes, thing? I do. Uh, mm-hmm. Joey, did you hear Chandler and Alex Harper, former long snapper and current long I snapper? I did not hear it yet, but right. I did see the pictures. So here's, to hear it. here's a quick recap of it. Well, uh, talking about uh, you grew up here a little bit. Talk about the transition over to East Carolina. Talk about the recruiting process. So talk about the recruiting process. Talk about maybe some of the camps you went to. So talk yeah. about those camps. <laughs> talking about uh, talk about talk about talk about talk about talk yeah. about a little bit. That's uh, it's, it's a good interview. Okay. Yep. Chandler got him to talk about a lot of things yesterday. Uh, so USFL appears to take next step with merger. I wonder how many teams there would be if they did that. Mm. Would you combine them all? I reckon. Yeah. I don't know if it you would combine say, all of them, but um, 
maybe maybe eliminate some of the smaller market you're gonna teams. have carryover too where they yeah. have like teams in the same city and stuff, right, right? so i you think gotta add the browns too yes <laughs> <laughs> see that's not a, the browns the bears I'm that's sorry. a funny joke but you missed the team because they're yeah, two and one this you're year right, you're right. But i meant the bears i meant the bears that was not bad but you gotta clean you it like up. the relegation system you know you want to see that that would be so cool man 32nd ranked team should be in that whatever merge league is and then, and then we bring up the renegades exactly <laughs> or bring up skip holt that's team. not a bad idea the birmingham not, stallions but I think the only thing that would get in the way is just infrastructure like they don't have the stadiums for that so yeah but that neither does some of these smaller teams trying to make it to the premier league that's just oh, what okay they have. but that's i mean that's they deal with that and that's always been I don't know. I feel we like the USA market's different. USA market's different. That's different. Well, the NFL is structured so weirdly anyway that just bringing anybody else in would just be. I, that would be I just so think, cool. It would be great. It makes from sense a, over there because it makes sense. Oh, no, it makes sense. Oh God, to do it here. And it's the, just structurally they, you know, because you know the NFL fouls up stuff like that. Look how long it takes for them to. Exp- you know get a team an expansion team and instead of losing five to one on the soccer field you'd lose 73 to four yeah these uh these usfl teams yeah. they would not be pretty but uh it would still be really cool if they could do something and, like that yeah throw it up on the plus and you're good to go all right let's take a break when we return p mace patrick mason will join us we'll talk pirate football get his thoughts on ecu rice what did he think about the quarterback play on saturday against g-dub and later on this hour, Wyatt Lunsford Shankman and Ryan McChrystal. Join us to talk a little Pirate Baseball and more. More to go. Pirate Radio Live at some point. Chandler will be here to take over the show. If not, this will be an empty seat for the last 40 minutes. And then we'll see what Shirley and Joey cook up for the last 40 minutes we of the show. Cook. <laughs> Let Trust them me, we'll be cook. cooking over here. Back no, to we, go. We can handle it. I know you could. At, you know, if Chandler, you know, freezes... In the in the spotlight, we can we can take over. All right, good and deal. It's not good a problem. P Mace is here. He joins us when we return after this. This is Tulsa. You're listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Down on Main Street, Washington's favorite place to eat and where all the locals go. Join Down on Main Street every Wednesday for half-price wings from 4 p.m. to close. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Country Mart has been locally owned and operated for over 40 years and is your premier country store serving the best cheese biscuits and country food around. Country Mart has open every day and has two locations in Bethel on Highway 11 and in Stokes on Highway 903. And both locations are top of the line fuel stations serving shell gas, including 93 ethanol free high octane gas. Country Mart, fueling you up with great food and your engines with great gasoline. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. Man, a cheese biscuit with a sausage in between it. Mm-mm. Can't beat it. Cheese biscuit with a side of fat back. Can't beat that either. 
I love it. Right now. Right now. Michael Winstead said, Isaiah is doing great, Clip. I like to hear that. I like to hear that a lot. Yep. I'd rather hear Isaiah suiting up for the Pirates this weekend. But that or is... Or the 49ers, for that matter. I'll take that, too. That's uh, But that's not how it works. Patrick Mason's joining us. Hello, Patrick. What's up, Clip? It's like uh, me and you got some alone time today in here. I feel like usually... Hello. It's pause. Day-o. It is Big pause. It's pause day. What's that? What's that? You guys ever watch Archer? That phrasing? You ever, yeah. You ever I've actually it? never seen it. Oh, I know what that, you're talking about. That's definitely one of those phrasing. But yeah, yeah, man, we get to hang out. Usually it's pretty crowded in here. I know it'll get crowded in a little bit, but... Well, let's hang, man. That's what I'm saying, man. What we're, you want to do? here. I don't know. I got to talk about that hat. I like it. Thanks. At first, at first glance, I saw the colors. I'm like, there's no way he's wearing a Bears hat, is he? And no, it's nah. not. It's definitely not. Motorboaters. The uh, Moorhead City Motorboaters. There you go. Today. I like Joey's uh, purple Braves hat. That is uh, looking good over there. Patrick, quick update. I saw that Iowa is scoring 21 points per game. Yeah. We are below the 25 yes. needed to keep the, the offensive coordinator keep his job. Yeah, the old zero burger uh, sort of helped out or didn't help out, depending on how you look at it in that uh, category. So definitely interesting. You know, that's funny. Like all us Iowa fans are just like point watching at this point. <laughs> it's weird. It's still like, the craziest thing. For those unaware, this is a real thing. It is right? real. Yes. That uh, Iowa has it in the offensive coordinator's contract, uh, Kurt Ferentz's son, that if he does not, if Iowa does not average 25 points a game, he's he, out. He gone. Simple as that. Yeah. I wish there were more contracts like that in sports. I think it's great. It's kind of, yeah, it's, it's awesome. It's just yes or no. You know, did you hit this or not? Uh, William on YouTube says, uh, P-Mace wrote a quote in the Reflector that uh, linebacker Taylor Jackson was, quote, almost cuddly looking, quote, <laughs> after Saturday's game. He said, Jackson said, never refer to him as cuddly ever again. <laughs> that That is totally fair. Um, but I, I, it was more so just trying to describe, like, the mood in there. I mean, like, he, he just had a smile on his face. And I know there's he's probably not a cuddly fella, especially with the uniform and helmets on. But just the way he was kind of interacting with us, you could just tell he was happy. You know, I guess it definitely didn't mean anything bad by it. But it was just sort of a way to convey just kind of how the, the whole team had the vibe, you know? Yeah, and uh, it was great to see a post-game locker room celebration. Kind of forgot about that. The, the clapping, the, the fight song. What, Joey? bunch of cuddle bears (laughs) shut up uh was great to see that it was it was just fun to see like just a a mood shift honestly the first three weeks of the season was just i mean it was it was bad honestly i mean it was just everyone just seemed upset i mean naturally so you you lost three games but it was nice to see that win and everyone just kind of enjoy themselves and actually have a smile on their face they got to talk about something positive so it was it was definitely cool well anytime you win what was the score shirley on Saturday? 44. Was it, was it 44? What? 44 to zero. Zero. 44 to zero. Yeah. Do you understand uh, Eastern North Carolina lingo yet and how we say words? Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely getting there. But right. it took a long time. I'm not going to lie. For a while, I had to be like, 44 what? to zero. <laughs> zero. <laughs> um, William says, just giving Mason a hard time. It was a well-written article. I appreciate I always appreciate when people read. Like I, I love that. Thank you. People read. <laughs> Good to read. Uh, let's see. Richard slash Shane says USFL, XFL merge. Uh, okay. I thought I, I want to know the number of tween, tweens, aka teams, if they were to merge. I don't know why I put a, a, a W in that. Interesting. Uh, Jamie says if the Iowa OC goes, does the coach go too? And, well, you can answer that one first. I don't think so. 
do you want Kirk Ferentz to go? And is he the longest tenured coach? He is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's been around forever. I, I don't know. I, I don't think so. I, I just see how what the coaching carousel does each year to teams. I mean, it's just kind of a crapshoot. Right? And they are. They are. They're like a top 25-ish team that are going to play good defense. Yeah, they win eight, nine games a year. Like, yeah. they're fine. I mean, it's a be careful what you wish for. People got tired of Beamer's mess, and you see what's happened since then? Exactly. They have sucked. So, yeah, while, while they're not, you know, you can be definitely upset with them. But, yeah, be careful what you wish for, for sure. Yeah. All right, uh, back to East Carolina, Patrick. And um, what was your take on the quarterbacks? that played on saturday so we saw them i guess each for about a half um and i thought i actually liked what i saw out of alex i mean he, he came in and i thought he just he did a good job um when mason came in I, I noticed i mean they were just running the ball with him and i don't know if if you have a lead and hey you know this guy's really good at running we can just run the ball get the clock moving kind of get out of here or if they're just you know nervous about him throwing i, mean, I also know you know the score dictated you know we don't need to throw the ball all over the place right now um, but I did like what I saw out of Alex. It was his second start. Um, you know, he had that first one under his belt. He had the whole week to prepare as a starter. And, yeah, I, I thought he did well. I mean, he put the ball where it needed to. Obviously, you know, some throws weren't, weren't great. But, um, I mean, I, I liked what I saw. I didn't really have any too many complaints. But when Mason came in, I mean, it was just, just get the ball and run. I thought he had his best passing day. He was 9 out of 12 for 89 yards. It was just quick, yep. kind of short, let the receivers go to work, and he looked confident doing that. Part of it was because he was not having to sit in the pocket for a long time yeah. and and either get out of the pocket or make a bad throw. So, sure, yeah, he ran the ball some, but like in that quick passing game that they showed with Mason, I stick with that. I like it. I also like that they – had a package for him mm-hmm. and yeah they, him they, they had a plan you know which, yeah. which is cool to see because we talked about that going in it's like what what does this team do well you know they need to get fine rhythm and for a while it was hard to pinpoint but yeah they certainly had a, a pretty clear plan of what they're going to do and it worked out so what is your plan for saturday against rice for the quarterbacks um i mean i, I would still start alex flynn yeah I, I think he i don't think anything he did you know deserved him not to start um, so, yeah, I think you just kind of roll with him until maybe you need to change. But, yeah, I, I say you roll with him. And so, I say first and goal at the three, put in Mason. Put in the package. Yeah, you, you just got to be careful with kind of getting too, like, all right, this guy's in, let's run. I mean, I don't know. but No, we're he, practicing like, that all week, He's Patrick. a good, I mean, very, very good at that. So, yeah. yeah this is my fantasy land. We're we're practicing that. We, we have the package in. We've got plays on that package. He basically, he's our two-point conversion guy, too. I mean, I'm here for it. If he, if he can consistently get those yards, I mean, let's let's do it, right? Yes. I want to say, I think that would be that would be an, an identity. Yes. Alex Flynn is your starter. Mason Garcia is your specialist. Raheem Jeter is your closer. You need to <laughs> run some clock. Yeah, maybe the run-the-clock closer. Good to, uh, to get his feet wet, though, literally yeah. and figuratively. For sure. Because a lot of these guys, like Alex didn't throw a pass in a game for first couple years he was here so to get raheem to do that you know right off the rip i mean it can only be good things uh i mean the shutout is something we haven't seen in 20 plus years so there is that i mean you have to obviously take in into consideration who you're playing but still great great day by the defense 30 passing yards yeah just totally dominant and they weren't even really close. Like there wasn't a point where Gardner Webb was like threatening to score. I mean, they ECU dominated field position all day, um, and yeah, like just to get that shutout, just to, to have that focus. I mean, you can easily say, "Hey, there's six minutes left in this game. You know, we got we're up by forty. Let's just, you know, roll it up." But yeah, they they played well, so it, it was good to see them put a complete game together. Robert said, "Easy, quick, short passes for Garcia. Not impressive. 
I don't think I said impressive. If I did, I didn't mean it. I said it was his best passing day. Yeah, and, and because they were easy, quick, short passes. But we talked about it going into this game that offense needed a rhythm. I think we we laid out like they how many? I think it was what five, six drives in a row. They had no more than three plays. I mean, you need those short, quick hitters to get get moving, get the chains moving. I mean that. I don't, I don't really know what else you expect from him or want from him in, in that showing. I, I think it's the best he's looked. And again, you didn't have him back there trying to read a defense really or you know force himself out of the pocket and do all that and and run like he was able to just the the offense good job donnie right like drawing it up so guys would be open and he could hit them and you can that's what you want from an offense right and you can live with that i mean that if you can make those completions and move the chain i mean that's what you ask your quarterback to do anyway please and you could always build off of that hey we're gonna go in hit these quick hitters maybe in a week or two we can build on this you know i mean there's there's you got to start somewhere all right, uh, Rice. Can we hit uh, cut two from Bloomgren again? Mike Bloomgren, the head coach at Rice, because right now, I'm going to be honest with you, I don't know anything about Rice. I just know they have JT Daniels, and I want to know if he's playing or not. So uh, Bloomgren gave a health update on the quarterback. JT's health is uh, better today than yesterday and certainly better than Sunday. Uh, so I'm not sure. You know, we were at a point where I think he might have been able to go back in the game on Saturday. Uh you know, we were just trying to get him strong enough. And then AJ took us on a great drive there uh, to score and got the two-point conversion. And we were like, hey, we're good. You know, we were going to stick with AJ regardless if we got the ball back on the onside kick or if the defense had gotten stopped. So, well, Daniels, did he practice yesterday? Or? He did not practice yesterday. Okay. You think he might practice today? or No, I, I don't. I certainly don't expect him to go full speed today. Um, but he's preparing to start this weekend. Now you have to ask yourself – is Bloomgren giving us all factual information? Is it smokescreen so East Carolina prepares for Daniels and not the backup? That's the question now. I'm, I'm going to be gullible and say I think he plays, but there are a lot of people that think uh, he's not playing and the coach is just talking. Yeah, ECU's preparing like he's playing. I'm sure of it. We're gonna, we could ask you know Blake Harrell yeah. about that for sure. Um, I'm sure they're preparing like he's playing, but. I don't know when when I hear you know he could have went back in but he didn't like I, I don't I don't buy that either I mean he was the TV cameras caught him like crawling you know to the tent so and they're just saying lower body injury if he's not practicing I mean I, I don't know I mean like there's there's a ton of stuff going on here but I just uh, I'm I'm not too too sure about that take, take taking the coach for his word I'm not I'm not too sure this is where we need spies do we still have spies in sports we probably do I just don't know if we have any out in that area of right. the world yeah I don't know of any Houston spies maybe get you know I don't know <laughs> I'm trying to think of um former ECU cornerback that plays at Houston Malik Fleming get Malik Fleming to head over to one of their practices just a quick one little day. drive hey Malik do us a uh, a favor bud Go, go check this out for us. I'm See sure what, he'd be really willing to do that. I know. Well, pay him. You can do NIL now. Give him like a free. <laughs> we'll pay you an appearance, an appearance fee to go to Rice. Yeah. <laughs> just, yeah figure it out. Yeah. We got the, uh, I'm sure we got the budget. All right. Um, what else do you know about Rice? Just that. Yeah. I mean, just honestly, JT Daniels, he kind of stole the show. He's been all over the place. Um, but yeah, I mean, they, they, they can score points. And I, I don't, that's what worries me. Can I just, keep up? That, right. That's the thing. But I guess if he doesn't play, I mean, there's a lot of ifs going into this, but, you know, that offense changes, obviously, without your starting quarterback. But yeah, they score a ton of points in ECU's past defense. I guess last week, notwithstanding, it's been a little shaky. You know, that's probably the shakier part of the run defense, pass defense. So. 
Yeah, you got you got to keep up, got to put points on the board, and you just got to hope you can keep them, you know, from blowing this thing open. Michael said the quarterback for the Oregon Ducks will be eligible for Medicare by the time he gets out of college. Bo Nix, uh, Bo Nix, JT Daniels, uh, they're all up there for the Medicare award as far as quarterbacks. Uh, Daniels <laughs> has been USC, Georgia, West Virginia. Yep. And is now, and no wonder. I mean, he's got those old man bones. He does. And he's hitting all parts of the country, too. I mean, he's all over the place. He has got friends in different area codes. Yes. That's a good way to put it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) All right. Let's take a break. Uh, Baseball fellers are in. We'll talk to Ryan McChrystal and Wyatt Lunsford Shankman. Get their take on football. Also, talk some baseball as well. Uh, The Orioles will be wearing a number five on their sleeve tonight. An official patch unveiled tomorrow uh, with the passing of Brooks Robinson. Oh, uh, update. I know P-Mace has some family members keeping an eye on what's happening right now with the Major League Baseball scores. Diamondbacks are a winner over Patrick's White Sox 3-0. So they are still looking good as far as the wild card goes. Marlins are chasing the Cubs and the Marlins trail 2-0 to the Mets on the Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard presented by DeBuck. DeBuck. That is good news for Cubs fans out there. Let's take a break when we return. More to go with Patrick Mason and uh, we'll talk a little Pirate Baseball as well. Back with you after this. You're listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Down on Main Street, Washington's favorite place to eat and where all the locals go. Join Down on Main Street every Wednesday for half-price wings from 4 p.m. to close. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Do you need custom t-shirts, apparel, or promotional items for your business, organization, or event? We'll keep it local and print it local with University Sportswear. Contact them today at universitysportswearenc.com, the official sportswear provider of Pirate Radio. And Bud Light reminds Pirate fans to always stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now let's head back into PRL. Here's Clip. All right, back with you, Pirate Radio Live here on a Wednesday. Got O's baseball coming your way tonight here on Pirate Radio as their magic number is two, clinching the AL East and the number one record in the American League. Talk some baseball now. Patrick Mason still hanging out in the Pirate Radio studios. We also have a pitcher-catcher combo. Wide Lunsford Shinkman to my left and Ryan McChrystal to my right. Guys, how are we doing today? Doing great. Yeah, very excited to be here. Wyatt, yourself? Uh, team meeting, ready to go. Step on up to the mic, man. Well, we want to hear that voice. <laughs> I want to hear what you got to say. Uh, yeah, so meetings and a uh, little more, I guess, going on since we last talked to you guys, right? As far as pitcher hitters and uh, maybe some scrimmages coming up. Is that right? Yep. So we start scrimmages this weekend on the field and everything. So all our pitchers are building up, getting ready to go. And uh, hitters are really excited to see arms outside so they don't have to hit inside where pitchers seem to dominate us. So maybe we can get them back this weekend. Why not? So, what about getting your arm right? Have you been on a pretty, I don't know, relaxed mode here lately, and then now you're gearing up to start throwing more again? 
Yeah, so for me, I'm not going to be throwing a ton in the scrimmages. So I got about six weeks off after I finished up playing summer ball. So uh, I'll slowly build back up into it, and then I'll start throwing bullpens here soon. But uh, for new guys, the guys that haven't been here, they're fully ramped up. They've been throwing bullpens pretty much twice a week. So getting into a uh, pitcher hitter and scrimmages is going to be fun. And uh, Ryan, how about you as far as hitting goes? Do you take time away from your swing, or do you still try to get swings in every day? What, what's uh, that like? Definitely swinging every day. I think it it's weird to say that I've played baseball my whole life and I'll take two days off and it'll feel foreign, but it definitely is one of those things where I try and hit every day, whether it's taking 100 swings or whether it's taking 25 comfortable swings just to feel the same thing because obviously the goal is to be consistent and whether you're hurt or not, you still want to be able to feel what you feel all the time. How about catching? Is that a little different? You don't want to be crouching every single day, no, or so, do you? <laughs> yeah, with catching, a lot of times we'll work on receiving and stuff. That'll be like our primary off our knee stuff. That way we're not using our body every day, but we're catching bullpens six days a week. So we treat those as game reps. So you're not just focusing on blocking. You're not just focusing on receiving. You're focusing on everything, whether it's helping your pitcher out, blocking, receiving, all of it. And then the actual catcher defense is a little more relaxed and a little more uh, – fundamental based yeah i was just gonna say when you said like your swing if you even take two days off it gets kind of weird does that just mean it's like so fine-tuned where like it just feels weird sometimes yeah i think it's just that you, you swing a bat every day of your life since uh, i don't know it was like two so it's just your body's so used to doing something every day that you pick up the bat again after the second day and your body's like oh we're doing this again so it's just <laughs> trying to figure it out but like it, it you pick it up pretty quickly i think the same thing with shank throwing i'm sure it felt weird to throw again for the first time but once you start swinging your body knows what to do it's done it your whole life how much have you changed your stance or anything you do since like high school showcase to now uh i've done a lot i mean there's a video of me hitting my freshman years because uh i had a little bit of a tight tight butt situation you know you just get in a game you get nervous you kind of tighten up and so a lot of different things to try and get me loose there was a time my freshman year where i was hitting with my hands starting on my hips just trying to get movement so that i could do that but really my regular stance is the same as it was in high school and getting comfortable with that again and then we have no stride that we always hit in with two strikes just to simplify so got to really focus in on both of those but i mean i've been doing it long enough here that everything's comfortable why how about you as far as your wind up uh release you know, everything you do as a pitcher how, how much has it changed or have you kept it the same I mean, in high school, I was pretty consistent with it, but uh, coming into freshman year, I, I changed quite a bit. Uh, I went stretch only for a little bit my freshman year, freshman fall. And then uh, this year, I kind of had a little dance to my windup, so I was moving a little bit, get some momentum, but uh, it always changes. You're always tweaking stuff. Mechanics is a big thing, and fine-tuning it's always going to be there. You got a question for the guys you can drop it on facebook youtube twitter um william asking if shank uh will the mullet be making a return in 2024 probably i think i might try and grow it out a little bit more uh see if cushy will yell at me but uh hopefully not all right i would for shank I for you admiring your beautiful head of hair Ron. <laughs> not. looks great I, I was going to ask, you know, you mentioned like you start out in the stretch sometimes, you added like a little, I don't know, wobble or whatever you called it, but do you ever mess around with like the different sides of the, the rubber you, you pitch from? Honestly, I've been on like the left side just because when I miss, I'm going to throw it arm side. So that just gives me a couple extra inches to work with. So I've always been on the left side, but I know people that like, I've heard stories of people that will be on the left side for a left-handed hitter or be on the right side for a right-handed hitter. So it just up to you mm -hmm. pretty much but you can kind of know if i'm on this side i'm going to get this much run and you can kind of yeah a little bit i mean obviously it's not going to be perfect every time but you can tell 
do you mess around with uh funky arm angles like db or any of these other guys <laughs> you're pretty much the same uh spot i like to try and keep it consistent if i if i get too high or get too low then uh pitches aren't as good so i like to keep it consistent yeah talking to ryan mccrystal and wide lunch for shankman here inside the pirate radio studios on a wednesday Jamie says, tight butt situation. I should remember that one. We have those in all walks of life where you get a little nervous at times. How has uh, how about that? How has the, the nerves kind of gone away from your freshman year, your first few games? Do you feel more comfortable in the box? Do you feel more comfortable on the mound? Or do you still kind of get the, the butterflies on game day or whatever? Uh, I mean, I feel like if you didn't get butterflies on game day, still it kind of mean you didn't care. Right? I mean, I feel like everyone, as many people as awesome as our fans are, we want to do our best every single time we go out there. So there's definitely your heart beats a little faster the first few minutes you're on the field. But I feel like now I can control my breathing a little bit more and understand. And I've been doing it for three years, so now it's just uh, I'm just used to it. So yeah. I can I can trust what I'm doing and understand that I'm not going to speed myself up in certain situations. How about you, what? I think it's the exact same thing as Ryan. Like, my freshman year, when I would get out on the mound, I'd be super nervous, like, just kind of fidgeting around. But I think as uh, as I've gotten older that I've actually learned to control myself and know what I need to do to get in the right mindset. Y'all got uh, game day superstitions, things you do, the order you put your clothes on, any of that stuff? Uh, yeah, I, I certainly do. I put my left sock on every time. I don't know why it's left sock first and then everything <laughs> from there. But And then it's the same thing with my batting gloves. It's elbow guard and then left batting glove. I think it's because I hit left-handed. I think I want to put the left one on first, even though it, like, it means nothing. I've never <laughs> I've never done better because I put my left right. one on. And I've never gotten out and been like, damn, I should have put on my, my right batting glove first. But I don't know, it's just something I've always done, and I feel uncomfortable if I don't at this point. Interesting. Why? Do you got any superstitions? I mean, not a huge one, but if I'm jogging out to the mound, however far, however far like the ball is away, that's how many steps I'll take for how many innings I've thrown. It's kind of weird. So like, if I'm going out for my first inning... I'm going to take one step, like walking. But if I'm going out for the second inning, I'm taking two steps to pick it up. Okay. So you'll like run longer or shorter, actually. I'll run shorter, yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. you, you've pitched in a lot of like <laughs> There's a chance you might be insane. You might want to get that checked. <laughs> I was like, you've pitched in a lot of late games where you came, come in and that, that scoreboard is blaring with the music. I mean, how, how do you handle that and just, you know, because like, you mentioned, you know, you got to control those nerves, but the whole right. place is jumping and the music's loud. Honestly, the biggest thing for my, for like for me in warmups is I need to be able to control myself with my breathing. If I'm not, if I'm out of control or if I'm too amped up, then I'm not going to be good. But it's also getting to a point where I'm not too slow or not, I'm methodical and I can't move my body right. So it's just finding the happy medium and then going from there. Talking to Ryan McChrystal, Whitelands for Shane. Ryan, you forgot to mention your atomic bomb obsession and how oh, you just yeah. absolutely lather your arm. There's a picture from our freshman year of Ben Terwilliger and Wyatt in the bullpen in Clearwater, and they're <laughs> lathering themselves up. It's basically icy hot but extreme, and they're both shirtless in the bullpen. And they're, <laughs> they're not like the best things ever to look at. I mean, not all of us are, but. It is just one of the funniest pictures I've ever seen in my life. They're just lathering each other up with this thing that burns your body, and then they're about to go pitch in a baseball game. It's just crazy to me. Well, <laughs> as an old man, I can relate to the icy hot, but what yeah. are you using it for? Does it just... It's know. honestly, like, I just... It's not like I'm trying to, like, numb myself from pain or anything. It's just, like, something that gets me going. Like, if my arm's burning, I don't want to, like, sit still. So I'm just moving around constantly, and it yeah. just gets me going pretty much. I just want to feel something. <laughs> <laughs> so you throw it on every time you pitch? Yeah, basically every time. If I don't have Atomic Bomb, I'm going to go to, like, Tiger Bomb or something like that, but I'll always have something. got to have something. <laughs> I'm going to start doing that in the uh, 
Yeah. PA. I think uh, I like the names of these things too. Tiger Bomb. They sound pretty bomb. serious. Yeah, yeah, it sounds intense. Yeah. I think it was Joe Musgrove who put it on his ears one day. It's like heightened his senses or something. Yeah, like that. It, was play- <laughs> it was in the playoffs last year because it yeah. looked like he had like some weird substance, but it was just something that was like burning him the whole time. I put it on my back <laughs> the other day, and I guess it got caught on my shirt, and it felt like I was on fire. Like it felt like <laughs> there was something like burning through me. So I just like we're hitting in the, in the indoor last Saturday, and I had to take my shirt off while I was hitting, like in baseball pants, belt, cleats, take my shirt off to hit and then go stand in the rain outside like with my back hunched over <laughs> so I could get water because I felt like I was on fire. For the love of the game, right? Well, I'm yeah. trying some of this stuff, man. You can get it at CBS. Like, the the, uh, the Icy Hot stuff ain't working anymore. I'm going to go to the uh, the big guns here. Yeah. That'd be good. I would say Tiger Bomb's about here. Atomic Bomb's oh, yeah. all the way up there. Is that available in stores as well? Uh, it might be online. <laughs> I don't know if it's in stores. From Indonesia. Discreet you have to packaging. Get in the dark web or something. Yeah. It was funny when Coach G saw me, though, with no shirt on, because that was a conversation. Why are you the only one in the indoor with no shirt on right now? And I was like, Coach, it's not because I look good. I promise. <laughs> I feel weird. I've been bombed. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, let's get a break in. We'll come back more with Ryan McChrystal and Wyatt Lunsford Shankman. It is Commander's Eagles Week. Ha ha ha. I'm not I'm ready feeling for as good as I'm he is about it. it. <laughs> Uh, we'll discuss that and have more for you. Chan Man's going to take over here, uh, hour three, when P Mace and I head off to ECU football practice. But a lot more to go on Pirate Radio Live, hour three, on the way after this. You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Washington's favorite place to eat and where all the locals go is down on Main Street. Their famous weekday lunch specials are only $7.99. You can stop by for the house salad with grilled chicken, the half club sandwich with chips are everyone's favorite the fried shrimp plate after work down on main street is the perfect spot for dinner and drinks on the patio join down on main every wednesday for half price wings from 4 p.m to close down on main street on main street in historic downtown washington now let's head back in to prl here's clip all right back with you on pirate radio live here on a wednesday we'll pass the baton to chandler honeycutt after this segment he'll take you home as we'll head out to ECU football practice, talk to Mike Houston, Donnie Kirkpatrick, and Blake Harrell. Last week, Donnie uh, went on a rant, said Earth was the best planet in the world. Yeah, he did. That's something. at the end of a 16-minute, you know. What else did he say, Shirley? Think so life's said. great. Football sucks right now. Life's great. Football sucks, but Pirates but. get a win, so it doesn't suck as much right now. Good to see the boys get a W, right? Yeah, Forty-four absolutely. to zero. Forty-four to zero was the score. <laughs> yeah, that's a uh, first shutout since what, like two thousand two or two thousand or something. Two thousand. Like that. That's yeah. awesome. Can we get one at Rice this week? I have no answers for you there. I hope so. Just say yes got for you. Yes, of course. We can yeah, we can get one. Yeah, could. Well, yes, everything's possible. Yeah. Why? Do you feel good? <laughs> like our chances? I do. <laughs> exactly. That's all you guys got. A lot say. of positivity in here. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Jamie says Wyatt Earp or Doc Holiday. Who you got? You guys ever seen Tombstone? Mm-mm. No. Yeah, I know who Wyatt Earp is, but I don't know. Are you named after any Wyatt in particular? Just a cool name. Yeah, it just sounded good. Yeah, he it does looks sound like a Wyatt good. too, doesn't he? 
He does. Yeah, like you think Wyatt, you think that. <laughs> Whatever that Draw is. Draw me a picture of a Wyatt. <laughs> you end up with this. Uh, and Ryan, you're uh, so you're talking about the Phillies during the break. Yeah. It is weird though. Like Phillies fans shouldn't feel better than Braves fans right now, but I feel like you probably do. Yeah, I definitely do. We I got do. the tight butt thing going. We're no, we had all we these do. wins in the regular season, and now we're like, what are we going to do in the playoffs? Y'all are like house money almost. Yeah. Like, yeah. here we uh, are again. Always like the playoffs. I feel like it's a tough place to play. So no one, no one looks forward to going into Philadelphia, even some of the Phillies players. So it's definitely <laughs> tougher for the opponents. Yeah, we had a thing last year, too, where we could not win day games, and every freaking playoff game was a day game in Philly, and it was mm-hmm. just, it was bad. So we need to uh, erase all that stuff. We being a Braves fan, I'm calling us we. Is it okay if I say we? Do you say we for, like, the Eagles and stuff? Or? I, yeah, I do. I mean, yeah. I feel like we associate ourselves with them. You might yeah. as well say we. There you go. How are we feeling about Commanders-Eagles on I Sunday? I never felt better about a football game. <laughs> no, but I mean, now that's a little much. That's a little much. Shots fired. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I feel like the Eagles oh, have the upper hand in every game they've played so far. I don't see anything different. Yeah, a little nervous. I, I, I would feel better about this game if we were coming in, we being the Commanders, that were coming in losers of like three in a row. Because that's when Ron Rivera wins the game he shouldn't win, like against the Eagles mm-hmm. in Philly last year. But we've only lost one in a row, so I don't like our chances very much. <laughs> so you need a couple more losses. Yeah, we need to lose a few <laughs> yeah. more before I can feel good again. Uh, but Sam Howe, four interceptions on Sunday. It was gross against the Bills. Mm. That's yucky. And, uh, man, a lot of teams have had letdowns. The Cowboys had theirs. Uh, the Eagles have avoided one so far. Yes, I so. like watching the Cowboys fail. It's a lot of fun for me. I agree with that. Although the Eagles are due for uh, – a loss. I'll I say. think being due for stuff is silly. <laughs> hey, That's go. what losers People say. Like, he's due for a hit. No, he's not. He's going to get a hit or he's not. He's not due for anything. I like that. So you're not a big like jinx guy or like, no. or are you? Like superstitious. You're talking to left socks. I was going to say, aside from putting on back. Talking to left socks. Yeah. No, I mean, not really. I feel like you either are going to do it or you're not. You've either worked hard enough to do it or you're not, but you're not going to I like that. do it because you haven't gotten a hit in a while. There's guys that hit 150. You know what I mean? In my yeah. freshman year, I hit 148. Because I mean, it's all pinch hit. People are like, he's got now like 20 pinch hits in a row. He's going to do it now. And I'm like, please, God, please, God, please, God. <laughs> you're not going to get a hit. So I, mean, I don't think you're ever due. I like that. Is this you do for Omaha? Yeah. <laughs> yes. You can scenario. be due for something. But you just said, have you put the work in, done enough? You guys are working your yeah. ass off, too, to Absolutely. do that. We don't feel like we're due. We feel like we're going to do it. Because there I feel you like go. Oh, man, we work right. Get the crystals like the. Uh, Get this yeah. man in front of a microphone. You should be like an ad guy or something. Come yeah. up with slogans, phrases. <laughs> yeah, Coach, Coach, a little marketing agency. Coach like G it. says that I remember all of the quotes and stuff that he says. He actually asked JC if I wrote them down because like he'll ask me questions and I'll respond to him with a quote that he had said to me in the past. And I don't know if he's getting sick of it or not, but I I love it. It's You're either of uh, just a motivational guy or a super BSer. Exactly, or both. You never know. Which one? Coach is it? Actually, you said this last week, so <laughs> just be where your feet are, fellas. One percent handing out proverbs left yeah. and right today. I like it. All right, so uh, what uh, what are you following in the world of sports? Uh, Dodgers, Dodgers a little bit. Uh, back in the postseason, gonna win it all this year. Calling it now. How are you gonna do that if the Phillies and Braves are gonna do it also? It doesn't work that way. Not doing it <laughs> Not against doing the Dodgers. It. More confident against the Dodgers than I would be probably against the, the Braves. Ryan, uh, it's ridiculous. Is the Dodgers COVID World Series a real championship? Oh my! Yeah, <laughs> as much as I hate to admit it, right here in front of Shank, it is. Okay, yeah, everyone had the same opportunity. So yeah, 
It is why. Because the is. Phillies won it. I'm trying to make you mad. <laughs> that was the year Jose Abreu won the MVP. So I'm, I'm counting that it's a real year too. So. What did, did the White Sox make the playoffs? They did. Year? They got bounced. That by was the A's. year they put like 42 uh, teams in the playoffs. Though. The Oakland A's. That can't be real. Then it's yeah. not real. Never mind. They, yeah, that the A's won in the playoffs. They can't. They be. did. <laughs> that, that was a really weird year, though, as we know. <laughs> very, very weird year. All right. So yeah, Dodgers. Uh, playoffs begin next Tuesday. By the way, wild card action. So that'll be exciting. We got O's baseball for you tonight, as the uh, Orioles take on the Nationals right here on Pirate Radio. Uh, Jamie says, do they know who Brooks Robinson was? And how much do players of today know about the history of baseball that far back? You want this one, Shane? I mean... Are y'all baseball historians? Or like, the, you know... Ryan, more than me, he does the uh, Immaculate Grid, so he dives oh, into yeah. it. But uh, obviously I've heard of him, but not too much besides that. Right. Just know the name. Yeah. I, I, I love the history of baseball. I feel like I love knowing how the game's changed and then how you can implement stuff from the game back in the day to now I just think it's really interesting because I feel like the game's where it is now because it's what's happened before and all the players from before so just I love learning more about any sport really but especially baseball and I've talked to a lot of players like football wise and I'll say like hey y'all watch that game Sunday and they'll be like nah I'm not I don't really watch I'm just, some guys are just good at football and not fans but it sounds like you guys you were saying you were sitting around watching Braves Cubs last night watching all the games while you're a Dodgers fan so you guys are actually fans of the game yeah absolutely and I think it's really cool now that we're getting older because we've played with got a lot of guys or met a bunch of guys that are starting to get called up or that yeah. have been called up. I actually am pretty good friends with Gunnar Henderson. Like I text him about every week, and so it's pretty cool to see like a dude that could win Rookie of the Year, and you're like texting him like on Snapchat. It's like it's kind of weird because obviously he's answering me and he's not really putting any effort into it. But for me, it's like this guy's starting shortstop in the MLB. It's pretty cool. Yeah, and Norby got screwed because the <laughs> Orioles are so good and have so many good players because. He is on fire, but it just shows you what those have been able to do with their yeah, organization. Absolutely, they've been awesome. All right, uh, if y'all have a question for the guys, you can get them in. So uh, you got some on the field stuff going on this weekend. That's exciting. Yeah, pitcher hitter, and uh, got purple gold World Series coming up, and games with the Cavaliers of Virginia and Clemson. Right? Yep. yep. When is that? I think Clemson is the fifteenth, and I think we go to UVA the twenty-first. Something like that. Yeah, Could that sounds wrong. right. I'm sure we can confirm that. I think they're both on Sundays. Are they? Yeah. Then how would they be six days apart? Yeah, that makes sense. Fifteenth <laughs> <laughs> and twenty-first. Where do we travel on the twenty-first? Could be it. Something sounds a lot better. I'll say this: we're going to figure this all out before we get there. Yeah, and uh, we will have those games. Which one do you uh, play in here? Uh, Clemson's here. We're going right. back to UVA, which is going to have a little bit of hurt Ooh, to it. But yeah. Oh, well. A little, little payback time for those guys. Yeah. Uh, so then, what is your schedule like in, say, late November, December, January? I guess because games start in February. So what are those winter? Uh, I would is that say the mission uh, week stuff or whatever? November, getting to mission week, and then uh, it's a lot of individual stuff for about two weeks, and then we'll roll into winter break, go home for about a month-ish get back on campus, get back into the swing of things with team practice. We'll start scrimmaging again and then roll into the season, get after it. I've asked, uh, and I think DV had a pretty good answer to this, but like, what is your guys' take on the schedule itself? Should you start later so it's not 20 degrees, or are you cool with how the schedule sits? No, I, I love it. I mean, I'd rather go ahead and get going. Plus, I don't know, I feel like I've already said this today too, but like both teams are playing in the same weather. It's not like you can use that as an excuse. Right. So, so I mean, I feel like we can embrace the suck of it being cold then why not go ahead and play and win some games early when other guys might not do the same thing 
And why that, that's uh, it's a catcher talking, but also a hitter. I feel like pitchers might have the advantage when it's colder too, right? Is yeah, that... I think absolutely. It might be a little bit harder to get our bodies going, but uh, that bat's pretty cold. That's it, that it, it stings is for. That bat's What's pretty harder cold. about getting your body ready in the cold if you're pitching than it is as, as a position player, you think? Oh, I mean, we just have to do more stuff sometimes with our arms. Okay. I was just laying <laughs> Do you ever wear sleeves? Ryan should be sitting in my chair. You really challenge everything Watt says. Like, it's tough when he's my roommate, like my best friend. Like, you know, I mean, I'm going to have a conversation with him, so I feel like I have to try and ask him questions. You're really sometimes. going after him hard. <laughs> you have oh, I was just going to say, are you a sleeve guy, a no sleeve guy? Does it matter on the weather? When it gets cold, I'm going to throw the sleeves on, but uh, if I don't have to wear sleeves, I'm not wearing them. Yeah, I hear that. Chad asking uh, Ryan, can you give me Gunner's autograph? Asking for a friend. Chad, let's uh, chill out on that. <laughs> yeah, it didn't take long for that question. Huh? <laughs> Yo, can you I'll do my this? best for you. Yeah, yeah, there you go. That's all you can say. Uh, Danny also said on that schedule question that the way the postseason sets up is the best ever because you're out of school. Yeah. And, like, it is just all baseball. Yeah. So he, he says he would... Just keep it where it is because he loves that time of year. Oh yeah, I, I, I'm not gonna. None of us are like thrilled to go to school at, like before a game. I feel like you just like, like I want to pay attention in class, but if we have a game that night, I'm sitting there. I'm like, please just get over. Like I want this class to be over. I tune out the professor, that kind of thing. So I feel like once the season, like once class is out, it's just awesome. You wake up, go to the field, eat breakfast, get ready to go. It's awesome. Where are you guys at with your schooling right now? Uh, as far as years, how long? How much longer you got for a degree? Uh, end of next year, I'm on track for four years. So, good luckily. deal. What's your major? Communications. All right, you're a great communicator. I'll say <laughs> yeah, that. Thank you. Wyatt, how about you? Same boat as Ryan with pretty much everything. On track for four years. I was a uh, recreation and parks management, but uh, switched to communications last year yeah. in the spring. JC wanted to be a turf management major until he realized we don't have that major. We were, <laughs> we were in the study hall room freshman year. <laughs> that is a small problem. Freshman year in the summer, and our academic advisor is like, so JC, like, what are you planning on majoring in? He's like, turf management. She was like, we don't have that option. Like, I have no idea. Well, can you make one up for me? I don't know what I want to do then. Did Cliff lie to him and say, hey, come here. We got turf management. I don't, I don't know. I don't think I'm going to get into that. Recru- great recruiting pitch. He's like, I like cutting grass. <laughs> he's already, uh, yeah, he's already mastered it. Uh, that's good stuff. We'll talk to uh, to JC coming up later on, maybe next week. Catch up with him. He's always an interesting fellow. Oh, yeah. We're going to meet him back at the house. So, <laughs> good. Who do you live with? Uh, it's Shank, me, and the JC, and then one of the transfers, Aaron Grohl. All right. I'll just say I don't know you guys well. We're not buddies. We're not pals. I just, you know, getting to meet you guys. But, like, (laughs) Wyatt, you seem like, I don't know, the maybe calmest, most normal out of the group, he said, with Ryan. Not that Ryan's weird, but Ryan is demonstrative. I could see he uh, doesn't mind talking. JC's a bit of an odd bird. So is that fair to say that maybe you – do they run the house? Like, Oh, no. (laughs) They don't run the (laughs) house. Okay, but, you, uh, I would say that I'm the calmest okay, out, of, out right, of the fair enough. three. Yeah. I would say Aaron's got me being more calm a little bit. Uh, okay, I admit it. So that's also know. probably just being new and uh, yeah, not being around each other for two plus years at this point. Are JC and Ryan good roommates? Yeah. <laughs> Whoa, there was a pause. A small pause. That's yeah. fine. That's that was fine. a bit of a pause. We got we got some jobs that we all uh, get done. That's nice. Yeah. yeah. JC's mainly the uh, the cook. Aaron's been taking over that role a little bit, but uh, Ryan and I will get the dishes done, get the groceries and all that. So we all we all uh, pitch in. Good team win there. Good yeah, team. Yeah, it is great teamwork. Awesome, uh, fellas. We'll let you guys run. Thanks for hanging out. Absolutely appreciate you having Good us. Stuff. Go Commanders.
Mm, that's not true. <laughs> well, they're going to go somewhere, probably lower in the standings, unfortunately. Uh, Wyatt, uh, Ryan, we'll talk to you guys in a couple of weeks. Let's take a break. Chan Man's going to take over. He's stoked. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, gotcha, Shirley. We'll take a break, come back. Uh, Chan will take over. Patrick and I are off to practice. Patrick, we'll talk to you on Saturday. You going to the game? Yes. All right. I'll you, be and in the, uh, you and the Honeycuts can hang out. Yeah. Chandler and his dad will be there. Hey, let's go. So, yeah. Take, tear Houston apart. <laughs> let's go to all those clubs James Harden used to talk about. <laughs> yeah. let's, uh, let's take a break. More to I'm go. just there for the buffets. <laughs> Back with you after this. listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Russell's Clothing in downtown Washington has everything you need for game day or any other day for men and women. Whether it's dress, casual, or even a formal occasion, Russell's has you covered. Russell's has served Eastern North Carolina and beyond for 40 years with quality clothing and personal service. Russell's Clothing on Main Street in downtown Washington, Pirates supporting Pirates. Now let's head back in to PRL with a shift change. Now here's Chandler. Hello, welcome in to a Wednesday edition of Pirate Radio Live. Chandler Honeycutt here with you. Clip Brock, Jenny Shelton off to the weekly ECU football press conference where we will talk to Mike Houston. We'll talk to offensive coordinator Donnie Kirkpatrick and also talk to the defensive coordinator Blake Harrell. Uh, great to be here with you. Uh, Shirley Rhodes on audio. Intern Joey on video. How are we doing, folks? It's good to see y'all. It's good to see you too, man. Fantabulous. Well, good. Has the show been doing good so far? Yeah, are y'all worried been, that I'm going to... Are you, are you worried that I'm going to ruin it? No, 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 Yes. No. No, I'm just kidding. Okay. <laughs> I kind of expected that answer out of you, Shirley, but it's okay. Well, look, here's what we're going to do. Uh, we're going to talk to Mike Houston, Blake Harrell, and Donnie Kirkpatrick going on uh, going on in just a short moment. We were able to talk to Mike Houston yesterday, and we'll hear about uh, we'll hear some cups from him. Let's start with the opening comments. Let's hear what Mike Houston had to say. All right, obviously uh, a lot better weekends past weekend. The uh, sun was a little bit brighter on Sunday. It was good to have the sun out on Sunday after Friday and Saturday. Um, but, you know, great great to be back in Dowdy Ficklin Stadium. just want to start just what a great turnout by our fans. You know, you sit there and have eight, nine inches of rain or whatever we had Friday night and, and Saturday. And so, you know, I, I know we had a lot of tickets out for the game. We were expecting a big crowd, but you worried with the weather. Uh, but I thought the stadium was fantastic. Uh, Fans were very loud. Students were loud. It made for a great, a great uh, environment. Uh, and obviously, you know, one of the great things about playing at home uh, is our fan base. So I uh, just really appreciate those, those people that were out there in the weather and uh, out there to support the players. And, uh, and, and probably another thing, too, just our grounds crew, Joey and his bunch, uh, the field was beyond what you would expect uh, given the amount of rain that it took in. Uh, 24 hours before kickoff and really had no issues with the surface. Uh, now, everything else was wet, but 
you know, those guys put a lot of work in. Uh, Steve and his equipment staff did a great job trying to keep, you know, as, as dry a football as we could have on the field. So just a lot of people put a lot of work in to, uh, you know, support the players and the program this past weekend. And uh, it turned out to be a really good weekend for, for our players and uh, for everyone. So uh, good to get in the win column and good to get a, uh, a win like that uh, against a, a solid opponent uh, and, you know, set you up uh, heading into conference play uh, on a high note. There's Mike Houston with his opening comments at yesterday's press conference. He mentioned about getting in the win column. The Pirates needed to get in the win column to get something started here as they go into conference play. Mike Houston was asked, what can a win do for the team mentally moving forward? Well, I think getting a win is important. I think getting a win like that in that kind of fashion is even more important. Um, you know, we had a great week of practice last week. We talked about that. You know, our big emphasis was taking, taking you know, those practices to game day. And I thought our players did a fantastic job with that. And it, and certainly it gives you a lot of confidence just in, you know, you're playing better each week. Uh, but it's good to see the tangible results on the scoreboard uh, this past weekend. So, uh, you know, that, that, that's huge going into this week's game. A huge win for the Pirates on Saturday against Gardner-Webb. They blanked the Bulldogs 44 to nothing. So a lot of things had to go right. Mike Houston was asked, what went right with execution on Saturday? Well, first, you know, only one ball on the ground all night. You know, which that was going to be a huge issue. We talked about it uh, Friday and Saturday. Just uh, we had to do a great job of taking care of the football. And, and really the one on the ground, I, I really don't think it had anything to do with the wet conditions. I think it was just poor ball security by the one uh, receiver. Uh, but I thought we did a great job taking care of the football. Uh, we did a great job decision-wise, uh, primarily at the quarterback position. Uh, I thought our offensive line executed a much higher level than what we'd had the previous couple of games. Um, I just thought there was lots of positives when it comes to execution on Saturday. Uh, ECU facing Rice this upcoming Saturday. I'll be there. I'll have boots on the ground in Houston. Uh, Mike Houston was asked about what Rice, uh, what does he see out of the Rice Owls? Well, you know, they've got, uh, you know, obviously JT Daniels has an elite arm uh, and, uh, you know, in the pocket. Uh, he does a really good job. Uh, they have some playmakers. I mean, McCaffrey may be, he may be the best receiver we've seen uh, so far this season. I mean, he had a huge game against South Florida the other night, had a huge game against Houston. Um, you know, he had almost 200 yards receiving uh, Saturday night, so he, he's pretty elite. You know, Connor's out of the backfield. Uh, you know, I think he had an 80-yard touchdown against South Florida Saturday on the, on the pipe route, and, uh, you know, he's, he's you know, made plays in every ball game. So I think it's a combination of a really good quarterback, a very solid offensive line, and then playmakers that have – big playability all around. So uh, they're averaging 35 points a game. Uh, they put up big numbers uh, in virtually all their games. So, you know, we've got our hands full offensively. As I mentioned earlier, uh, it was uh, – what was the score on Saturday, Shirley? 44 to there. 44 to there. Uh, Mike Houston was asked, uh, was him and the coaching staff talking about the shutout as the game went on? Here's his answer. Well – Sure, you want you want to uh, you know get a game like that, but you know we didn't talk about it a ton during the game. The thing I liked was that uh, you know as we put some of the younger guys in, we had a lot we had a lot of pirates play their first college snaps Saturday night. Uh, I was very pleased that they went in there and it didn't get sloppy. Uh, both sides of the ball, you know, Raheem went in there. Uh, and, and executed with some backups, and it, you know, the ball wasn't on the ground. There weren't false starts. 
it didn't get real sloppy offensively. Our defensive kids went in there, and you had uh, Jamari Young, uh, Josh Benton, you know, first college tackles, uh, but they were, you know, they were they were in the right places, and you know, we didn't give up a big play and stuff like that. So it was it was good to get the shutout with playing a lot of people uh, and not having a big drop off. ECU beating Gardner Webb on Saturday to finish off the non-conference schedule. Their start their conference schedule on Saturday at seven o'clock against Rice. Uh, Mike Houston was asked, "Does the focus change now that you get into conference play and ha- and you have a championship to shoot for?" Well, you know the kids. You know we talked about it right after the game in the locker room that conference play starts this week. But you know it doesn't change kind of our weekly mentality. I mean the focus is just you know go one and zero this week. That's it. You know there's really nothing else. And, and even beyond that, I mean, it, it's, you know, have a great day today. You know, have a great Tuesday. You can't have a great week if you don't start off with a great day on Tuesday. And obviously with, you know, uh, all the stuff we do on Tuesday, it's a pretty high contact day. Uh, you know, having a solid day today is going to be key to playing well on Saturday. One of the young stars that saw the field and has saw, seen the field all season long was uh, Javius Bond. He was able to get into the end zone for his first touchdown of his ECU career, uh, Mike Houston answered a question talking about Javius Bond being able to play right away. It's hard to quantify it. It's it's the it factor, and some guys just have it. And uh, you know, all the ones that play eventually have it, but uh, you know, very few come in and they're freshmen. And you're like, okay, he has the maturity, he has the confidence to go along with the ability, uh, and it's it's not false confidence and it's not cockiness it's just you know he has the mentality to play early and not not all of them do uh but you knew he did and uh you know it's it's why i put him back deep uh, as a kickoff return guy at michigan you know I, I i was a little uneasy about that but uh but i have confidence in him and i think you know the more experience he gets the more he looks like he belongs you know those two tackles on on kickoff were very impressive plays. You know, the defensive coaches would love to get a hold of him. But, uh, you know, the, the touchdown run, first college touchdown, and, uh, you know, that was, that was a pretty special play. I mean, there's two unblocked defenders out there that he made miss, you know, right before the goal line. So uh, I just think he's got a combination of ability and, uh, and, and some intangibles with just, uh, you know, being a guy that's ready to play. There's Mike Houston talking about the freshman Javius Bond who found himself in the end zone for the first pirate touchdown of his career. Speaking of Javius Bond, let's hear from him. We were able to talk to him uh, at yesterday's press conference. Here is Javius Bond um, with, I guess this is with uh, with Clipper. So we'll we'll talk to Javius Bond now. All right, here with Javius Bond. Javius Pirates getting in the win column on Saturday. I saw the uh, the video y'all put out with the post game celebration. You were right there in the middle of it. So how much fun was that after the game? Uh, it was fun. Uh, coach, coach used to be on because I I had a little trouble with the fight song, but other than that, <laughs> it was exciting, man, being able to be a part of that environment. Uh, Coach Houston said last week that you guys had your best week of practice. That translated over. Does that make you want to have another good week of practice this week leading up to the Rice game? Uh, yes, sir. Maybe want to do even do even better, you know, seeing how we could come together and, and put on a show like that. Really make me want to work even harder so everybody can get better so we can put up another good show. I know you like it when you were able to get yours and Rajay gets his and Kamara gets his. Everybody was eating on Saturday. That's great for the backfield. How about those guys in the in the backfield with you? Oh, uh, say it's great, man. I'm always excited when my brother scores, especially in our room. But when any, anybody scores, I wish Marlon and G was back so everybody can get a touchdown so we can really open it up and use all the bets. You started to look at Rice yet? And if so, what stands out about their defense? 
Um, I looked at them. They're, they're a pretty good defense. You know, they fly around to the ball. They kind of pack the box a little bit. But how we played last week, and I got confidence in the O-line and our offensive scheme, so I feel like we'll do good. You pretty much came in from day one ready to go. So after four games now, how do you feel, you know, here in your freshman season at East Carolina? Uh, so I feel good. I mean, it was definitely more than I expected, but they worked me hard in the spring. And uh, being with all the guys in the room, like Rajan, Marlon, and G, they kind of make sure my head's strong and make sure everything good with classes and mentally. Coach Boyette keeps stays on me and makes sure I work hard. So I feel like I, I'll be prepared for the rest of the season. Right. Thanks, Davis. There's Clipper with Javius Bond, and man, I found out yesterday. Uh, we don't usually talk to freshmen, but when you got a guy like Javius Bond, who's such a impact player on this football team, it's fun to talk to that guy. It seems like he's having fun playing for the Pirates, and I'm sure he's excited to finally get that first touchdown under his belt for ECU. And uh, he just sounds so excited talking to us. I talked to Clip yesterday. It's like it's like a half laugh when he's talking. It's like. Man, talk to me. Ask me questions. I want to talk about ECU football. I want to talk about uh, me playing and getting into the end zone. So uh, hopefully we get to see him get into the end zone this Saturday against Rice. That game, 7 o'clock Eastern time. Uh, We'll get you started at 3 o'clock on the Bud Light pregame tailgate. And then after the game, it's the U.S. Cellular 5th Quarter Collins Show. God bless you guys for a late show. It's coming up Saturday night. Yeah, you know what? I mentioned this to you yesterday when uh, uh, we were talking about... um, Talk uh, about. Yeah, when we talk about uh, Javius Bond. And he reminds me of a very young Rajay Harris. Just that positive outlook, that kind of, you know, laid back, happy-go-lucky attitude, but also someone that makes an immediate impact on the field. And Rajay was like that when he got here, and now you're seeing that with uh, Javius Bond. So it's it's almost like a, a Rajay 2.0 to me uh, when I hear him, you know, talk about the game and how he goes about playing the game. And uh, so once again. Uh, I think that it's that quality caliber of player that we're looking for, the running back position that's going to really help us down the road. Yeah, and I wasn't a part of the media as much as I am today. Back in 2020, I was trying to finish up school. But I don't remember hearing much about a Rajay Harris uh, leading up to the season. We heard about Javius Bond back in the spring. We heard oh, about yeah. him uh, as we started fall camp. So this was a guy that was on a lot of people's radar, and he just showed out and has become a playmaker for ECU. So, and just like you said, Rajay Harris was that, that guy, that go-to back his freshman year. So um, if he could be anything like Rajay Harris has been a, as a Pirate, for the Pirates, um, I'm looking forward to the career of Javius Bond here at East Carolina. So, um once again, seven o'clock tip or seven o'clock kick kick for ECU versus Rice. Joey, before we go to break, what's a vibe check? How are we how are we feeling about EC's first conference game? So we did talk about this earlier in the show and clip kinda of knocked me down a bit. <clears throat> but I'm still at about six point five seven. I'm confident. Uh, he knocked you down because you're too high or too low? I was a little bit too high. Huh. Yeah. I think that's all right. Right, I six, like the five, Pirates. Seven. I like the Pirates coming off a win. I mean, yes, it's everybody. Some people are going to be out there. Well, it's the FCS win, but I wanted us to beat Gardner Webb like we beat him on Saturday night, yeah. forty-four to nothing. First shutout for East Carolina in what twenty-three years. Uh, I think that's going to do a lot for the confidence of this football team. I think it's going to do a lot of confidence for Alex Flynn and Mason Garcia, who both both got to shine on Saturday night. Uh, I think the weather's going to be pretty good in Houston. Um, so I'm right there with you. I would say mine is a, probably about a 
six, six and a half. Um, so, but the, the the question is for Rice is uh, JT Daniels going to play? Uh, Shirley, do we have time to run that cut before we take a break? Uh, yes. All right. Well, let's hear from Mike Bloomgren, the head coach of Rice, talking about the health update on J- JT Daniels. JT's health is uh, better today than yesterday, and certainly better than Sunday. Uh, so. I'm not sure, you know, we were at a point where I think he might have been able to go back in the game on Saturday. Uh, you know, we were just trying to get him strong enough, and then A.J. took us on a great drive there uh, to score and got the two-point conversion, and we were like, hey, we're good. You know, we were going to stick with A.J. regardless if we got the ball back on the onside kick or if the defense had gotten stopped. So, well, Daniels, did he practice yesterday? Or? He did not practice yesterday. Okay. You think he might practice today? or No, or I, I don't. I certainly don't expect him to go full speed today. Um but he's preparing to start this weekend. So the other thing, too, with uh, with that is, uh, Chandler, I was reading an article earlier this morning from the Houston Chronicle, and they, you know, according to their reports, they are expecting JT Daniels to play on Saturday. Um, so in terms of when we talked about a vibe check earlier in the show, I said my vibe is sitting around a five mm-hmm. just because of the fact that JT Daniels is – you know, for all intents and purposes, unless something drastic happens or his injury was more serious than maybe uh, it was first described, then, you know, I'm expecting him to play on Saturday. So that changes the vibe just a little bit. Now, if he was not going to play, I think I'd be where Joey is. About a seven. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, that that offense has shown that they can score points this season, especially when JT Daniels is at the quarterback for the house. So let's take a break. Um, well, let's give it away, too. You want to give it away now? We could do we could do a giveaway Cut right that, now. Let's give it away. All right, hang on, hang on. Uh, she said, give it away. <laughs> Just give it away. What a great uh, rendition give it of Give It Away by Clip Brock, who's in the chat group saying, already did a vibe check, keep up. Well, hey, I remember this wise guy once told me, run the show you want to run it, the way you want to run it. Well, guess what? I'm doing just that, buddy. So don't tell me what to do. All right, how about this? How about this? Caller 4 gets a shrimp taco lunch courtesy of Chico's. How about that? There you go. And, and here, we'll I'm, let Chandler, you clip, know, throw his hissy fit during the break. Clip's trying to tell me what to do. I'm going to tell you guys what to do. Call 317-1250 right now to win a gift card to Chico's. Uh, caller number 4 is the winner. We'll be right back right after this. You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Order Jersey Mike subs on the mobile app and get delivery right to your home or save time and order ahead to skip the line to pick up from your nearest Jersey Mike sub location. Jersey Mike's a sub above. And the Buccaneer Music Hall has all the fun for your Sunday fun day covered. You can uh, kick off the day every Sunday at the Buck with the largest 4K screen in Greenville, along with 18 TVs, so you don't miss a single game. They'll have mimosa specials, a Bloody Mary menu, and pizza all day from Pizza Hut, Premier Security with Joey, 
And don't forget the weekly jersey giveaway starting at 5 o'clock. Score every Sunday at the Buck. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Chandler. The Buck. Man, I love the Buck. I love going to the Buck. I bet you do love going to the Buck. I love the Buck. Especially on Sundays. People don't realize. Especially on your birthday. Yeah, just like this past Sunday on my birthday, I was there. You should go there on Sundays. You should go there every single day of the week. They're open every single day of the week with live music. Uh, But Sundays, man, free pizza all day. And when you think the pizza's gone, they just keep bringing it in. That's a lot of pizza. Ah, That's a lot of pizza. It's a never-ending cycle. Football everywhere on every TV, especially that big projector screen they got right in front of the dance floor. Oh, yeah. We watched some Panthers uh, action there on Sunday, me and you. Yeah, good time. Yeah. so I should have went up there Sunday just to watch the Dolphins game. You should have. Oh, it, yeah. That would have been a lot of fun. It 70 point, points scored for the Miami Dolphins. <laughs> That's what you call a butt with Woo-wee. I just love Sean Payton being all mad at that reporter after the game. I asked Shirley <laughs> and clip this. I'm going to ask you because I haven't asked. Mike McDaniel, say you're in his position. Are you kicking the field goal to break the record for 73 points? Yeah. <laughs> and I'll tell you why. Yeah. Because yeah. I, w- I went back and I was looking. Remember how I told you a couple of days ago we were talking about Mike McDaniel and the fact that he was a ball boy? Yeah. Um, he also served as like a, I think it was like an intern or something like that um, on the Broncos staff. Mm-hmm. When the head coaching position um, opened up at Denver, they wouldn't even talk to Mike McDaniels. Huh. Oh, yeah. And, you know, eventually he goes on and becomes the head coach at, in Miami. Well, he goes to San Francisco, works over there for a while, and then he gets the head coaching job in Miami. So if I was Mike McDaniel, considering the fact they wouldn't even give him the time of day in terms of an interview, you doggone right I'm kicking that field goal. He, he had that in his book of receipts. As Deion Sanders says, I mm-hmm. keep receipts, we keep receipts. Well, oh, yeah. it seems like Mike McDaniel kept a receipt on the Denver Broncos. And they, the thing about the, the field goal, and I know there's people that say no, I'm going to say yes because at that you had already put 70 points on the board. Yeah. You have, you've you already ran up the score. Yeah, what does three more hurt? What does three more hurt? And you get the record, right? Wasn't yeah. the record 72? 72, 72, 72 yeah. So, I mean, go ahead and kick that field goal. Yeah. Well, not just that, but this is professional football. It is your job to stop them from scoring. If you can't stop them from scoring, that is not the offense's fault. No. And if you don't want them to make the field goal, go block it. Exactly. Just kick it. And if you yeah. hey, if you get it, you get it. We got to get rid of this empathy. Forget. Sport. Forget. Here's the thing. Forget. Just do it. it just was, kick it. It was yeah, seventy yeah. to twenty. Yeah. I mean, just go ahead and kick it. Make it seventy-three to twenty. Add another. Add another. Uh, you know, notch to the Dolphins' record books that involves the number seventy-two. And I wonder, maybe there wasn't going to be anything different at post game, but I wonder if there would have been, you know, a little hostility in the, the handshake line. Oh, that would have been fantastic. I, I, I think it would have been great. Yeah. But Mike Daniels doesn't seem like a guy that would really get fired up. I don't know. No, maybe, no. He doesn't, oh, no. He, he gets so fired relaxed. up. Does he? He does. He gets, but he, he he's not. He's it's a different type of fired up. If he's, the, he's it, like a very witty person, He'll, he is come, a very witty person. Yeah. He's got a great personality. You know what? You know, uh, he got interviewed at halftime. Not, I can't. No, it wasn't the. Um, 
it wasn't this past week. It was the week before. He got interviewed at halftime going into the locker room. And he decided, you know, he starts to jog off the field, but then he sees the cameraman jogging behind him. He decides he's going to race him. And he wants to see if the guy can catch up. I'd love to have seen him try to do that with Sean Payton. Jamie on that would have been fun. Jamie on YouTube says McDaniels does get fired up. So he does. He does I, get fired up. I haven't seen him do that, but I, I mean, I, look, just because I haven't seen him do it doesn't mean he does. Uh, but the, there's that one video of Mike McDaniels. They're in the indoor practice facility, and he's got like sweatpants on, and he's. Have you seen that video? Yeah. <laughs> and it says it. It seems like he is the son of a boss or a CEO of a business. Just walking around. That's yeah. walking around where the dad like. <laughs> I saw that, Shirley. Be careful over there. Let me move that over there. Yeah, move that right over there. <laughs> but it looked like that he was uh, the son of a CEO of a business, and yeah. his dad went out of town for the weekend and said, "Hey, you run the business for the weekend." Tell you what the hostility did roll over into the post uh, press conference for Sean Payton forcing that what was that one reporter that's what i was talking about earlier about he was showing his ass because he wouldn't even let the guy finish his question he was like what's the question what's the question (laughs) the question is you got your behind handed to you how does it feel exactly what what is it that Shaq used to say how does my taste (laughs) yeah Um, i mean come on uh yeah a butt whooping by the miami dolphins who do they have this weekend, Shirley? They have the Bills on Sunday in oh, Buffalo. Oh, my goodness. That game will be on Pirate Radio. It's one of our triple header games Sweet. on uh, Sunday. So if I can't get to a TV, because, you know, around here, and Clip said earlier in the show, the closest place I could go would be Raleigh to be able to catch the game. And I think I'm going to be in Raleigh on Sunday anyway. So, depending on what time I have to be in Raleigh, I may be watching that game, but it just depends. But either way, if I can't, I'm just going to flip on the radio and uh, listen to the coverage because I, you know, in terms of vibe check, I'm at a nine and a half. There you go. I mean, if you're like Shirley, if uh, for you guys out there that are riding around on Sunday and you can't find yourself in front of a TV, turn it to, uh, turn it to 92.7 FM, maybe 104.1 FM in Washington, uh, and listen to what could be one of the greatest games uh, this so far this season. I don't know what the total is in that game, but man, I'm going to go over. Well, I can tell you that our triple header of games coming up on Sunday, that Dolphins-Bills game may be the best game on the docket. Uh, because that's the uh, first game we'll have the Raiders uh, and the Chargers in game two. And then the nightcap, it would have been a great game if Aaron Rodgers was healthy, but it's the Chiefs and the Jets uh, Sunday night. So I don't think that one's going to be as good of a football game as we would have anticipated it to be. So, And the NFL is not in their flex schedule yet. So usually what happens is, is they can flex out of certain games uh, this one is not one of those. So we're going to be stuck with the Chiefs and Jets on Sunday night. Coming up Thursday night of one. this week, that is the Lions and the Packers. Yep. So that's going to be a fun game. And then Monday night uh, will be the Seahawks and the Giants. How much you want to watch that game? A lot of great football coming up, and it's going to be heard right here on Pirate Radio. Let's switch sports for a little bit. Let's go from football. Let's go to baseball and talk about a former Pirate. Oh, yeah. How about Jeff Hoffman, baby? 
And I love a good shower after a, a division clinching win or a, that wasn't a, wild a shower. Card that was a win. champagne bath. A champagne bath for former pirate Jeff Hoffman. I did see the video that we had posted that Pirate Radio posted on our social media. Yeah, that's really cool to see. Yeah. So the Phillies had to take on the Pirates last night. They won three to two in ten innings. Jeff Hoffman gets the win. Uh, he went one inning. Uh, he did not allow a hit, and I think he struck out one batter. I'm, I don't have my stats right in front of me, but I think that was his stat line. Uh, and how about this for not only for the Phillies, because now they have clinched a wild card berth, but uh, also for the fact that Jeff Hoffman, before this season, uh, was planning to go play professional baseball in Japan. Wow. Um, because things were just not working out. Uh, you know, he would be up in the uh, major leagues for a little while, then sent back down to the minors, and it was just a constant back and forth. There was nothing really stable going on, and he had a family to feed. So he was uh, seriously considering going over to Japan uh, to play professional baseball. He had an offer to go there, and uh, the Phillies called and said, hey, look, we, we need to you know get our uh, bullpen solidified. They asked him to come back. He took that job, and man, has it paid dividends for him. He is one of their best pitchers in that bullpen, and he has done the job. He gets the win last night, so that secures a wild-card berth for the Phillies. Sean Armstrong, also a former Pirate, he pitched for the Rays last night. He struck out three, only went one inning. The Rays have already clinched um, a playoff spot, so there, there wasn't anything on the line last night for the Rays. However, they are chasing the AL East leaders, which is the Baltimore Orioles. Their magic number is two. If uh, uh, In order to clinch the AL East, they play the Nationals tonight. You can hear that game right here on Pirate Radio beginning at 6 o'clock. So, and the regular season ends this week. So we will know in a few days uh, who is going to walk away with that AL East title, if it's going to be the Rays or if it's going to be the Orioles. Uh, playoff baseball coming up in just under a week. And a, at least a couple of Pirates will be in the playoffs. They'll be Jeff Hoffman and Sean Armstrong. So can't wait for playoff baseball. Cannot wait for playoff day baseball because we know that Jonathan Edelby loves day baseball. And man, he has to love some playoff day baseball coming up next week. Let's take a timeout. We'll wrap up the show when we return. Don't go anywhere. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back right after this. You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Uh, One last look at your stock market report for today. The Dow was down 68 points at 33,550. NASDAQ was up 29 points at 13,000. The S&P was up just nine-tenths of a point, finished at uh, 4,274. That's your personal uh, Wells Fargo Advisors financial report for a personal look into investing. Call Wells Fargo Advisors today at 756-6900 in Greenville. Wells Fargo Advisors, LLC, member SIPC. Now back to Chandler. All right, let's wrap up the show. Thanks for all the awesome guests we had today on the Wednesday edition, or yeah, Wednesday edition of Pirate Radio Live. I didn't know what day it was either, so don't feel bad. We turned up the water to start the show. 
Ken Watlington joined us, Patrick Mason from the Daily Reflector, Brian McChrystal and Wyatt Lunsford Shinkman from ECU Baseball also joined us. Um, so great show today. Uh, stay tuned to at PR927FM on social media because we have, I believe, Clip. We got uh, Jenny. Big Dog might be out there for the press conference with Mike Houston, Donnie Kirkpatrick, and Blake Harrell. So we'll have all that content for you on our social media platforms. Tune back in tomorrow at 3 o'clock for a Thursday edition of Pirate Radio Live. For Shirley Rhodes, Joey, I'm Chandler Honeycutt. Voice, take us home. Have a great night, Eastern Carolina. Thanks for listening to Pirate Radio Live, an exclusive presentation of the voice of the Pirate Nation.